episode of Not Your Average Nezens. This is Ash, and I'm glad to be back from my little sojourn in New York City. And we have a full house today. I am joined by my lovely co-podcasters, Jimin. Hello, what's up, everyone? Nat. Bonjour. And Jay. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) It is so great to have everyone here. And yeah, let's get things started. Off the top, let's just ask everyone how have we been doing? Look, it's been... It's been a wild couple of weeks since we last recorded. Lots of things have happened, but you know what? We're here and we got a lot of good stuff to talk about today. I mean, I I can't wait, but I'm curious about our friend who we haven't seen in forever. Jay, <laughs> how you been, Jay? trying to get this money this inflation but (laughs) besides that i'm fine i'm just yeah looking around that's it basically you you heard about the silicon valley bank crash i hear oh my gosh i read about all of that (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna put all my money under my mattress now in the mattress you know in floorboards you know everywhere random boxes that's that's a whole listen listeners please do not do what jay just said (laughs) <laughs> because you're gonna destroy our entire economy if you do that. It's really interesting to me that your government got together so quickly to bail or not bail, I guess, but to fix this. But like too big to fail, too big to fail. Like, student loans are like they're literally trying to sue like, the president or whatever to like prevent like it, I guess relief in that sort of, I don't know. All I do know is Canada has, right, but- Canada has CDIC, so everything, like, as long as your bank is, is like, a proper bank, I mean, we, we only have, like, people can't, like, make, like, create banks here. I know they can do it in the States, but they can't do that here in Canada. Their banks are federally regulated, so all of our... I mean, banks are regulated here, too. Like, okay. what do you mean? Did you just no, say in the thing. United States of America, banks are not regulated? Well, they're not regulated, but in terms of, like, I guess the power is like at the federal level instead of like a provincial or like i don't know i know your your states have a lot of power as well like i know how it works here in canada yeah so all of our deposits are like insured and like your credit cards are basically insured yes you guys got that from us it's called the fdic I don't know where we got It's only insured up to a certain amount. You only get like a quarter of a million dollars insured. Yeah, yeah but that's because it's impossible to insure more. That'd be crazy. That'd be insane. I mean, that, that would be stuff, but I mean, that kind of doesn't make sense. you have a quarter of a million dollars? <laughs> no, because I paid, because it's student loans. I probably would if I didn't have all these student loans with like $8 million <laughs> interest rates. I mean, that's insane. Because the thing, like once again to, to bring it back around if you guys like got relief or can or canceled all student loan debt you guys would have so much more money to pump into the fucking economy but which is we could all buy the, the, the economy in the form of tuition <laughs> i mean 
Okay, but you can be buying interest rates. I mean, yes, like, it's not yes, going to be <laughs> I agree. I, I am, yeah. in case you were all wondering, I am in agreement with that. I, just, <laughs> I think this whole conversation is hilarious. It's funny. Um, yeah, it is funny. This is great. Well, speaking of states' rights, <laughs> <laughs> our last poll from last week, we, we put up a poll where we asked you all, do you think that Hitman, Bang PD, is a revolutionary fighting for states' rights in the same vein as General Robert E. Lee of the Great Confederacy? This so, is all sarcasm. We <laughs> up late and I only had it up for two days, so we didn't get a lot of votes. But oh. people, actually did vote, people actually did vote for absolutely. So absolutely got 29%. Not at all was 29%. And then he tried to be, which is like more of a middle, midline of it, was 42%. So there's some people who believe in what, you know, David in the David and the Goliath story was trying to do. Because if you know anything about Bang PD, he's been talking a lot about how the international music scene is Goliath and he is, and Heidi are David. And they're not trying to beat David. They're trying to be at David's level. And the only way to do that is to buy up companies for artists that are their competition, which are just other POCs, because they only mention... Oh, and music. then disband the groups when they don't yeah. need sales? Okay, all right, I guess. And not, I'm sorry. I guess. Um, Afrobeats and, and Latin music. Those are what they consider to be the biggest competition for K-pop. So I actually heard that they're trying to, like, they, they're trying to buy, was it Bad Bunny's company or something like that? Like, Hybe's next purchase well how i see it as long as he doesn't come after us italian plc's (laughs) i mean i'm okay with no i'm kidding jay (laughs) you weren't here two weeks ago do you think that hitman bang is a daughter of the confederacy (laughs) or is he is he a union a union man no The things that Hype are doing now is very predatory and it's like Scott Scooter brand or whatever. It reminds me kind of like of what Taylor Swift was fighting for, Mm. for her master. And just like, I understand that it's a music business and that, you know, sometimes it is about the bottom line, but how they're going about it to like get to this high level or like visible level of like being a known kind of company it's not a good look at all because i mean some of the things that they're doing it really like doesn't make any sense or what they're doing because i mean outside of their controversies that g-friend had they were a successful girl group they were well known people genuinely liked them and so because they didn't hit a certain sales mark at their first, you know, at their first like time in hype, it didn't make any sense to disband them like right out the gate like that. Now, if they were doing, you know, like Nugu level sales, like 700 albums, <laughs> you know, for like three years, then it would make probably more sense to like, you know, okay, this isn't working out. We're going to let you go. But like that didn't make any sense that like whatever sales mark that they had, or something that was like way outside their normal range of sales to then like just just disband the group and they didn't even tell the girls like the girls found out like the same time we did it didn't make any sense but i mean that speaks to a larger issue of like to me in general like how k-pop like the genre itself will like discard the 
women that are in that industry and that are idols as opposed to the guys. Because, I mean, we all know that for most boy groups, they can have horrendous album sales and they'll still be here seven years later. Right. <laughs> but, you know, like the girl groups, you have one scandal and it's it. Bro. And it'll, it won't even be over something serious sometimes. It'll be over something stupid. Like it doesn't make any sense or it doesn't even matter. Sometimes it seems like it doesn't even matter if they have success no matter when it happens in their career. I mean, like, you know, Brave Girls, I mean, their success was long overdue. Um, yep. You know, I mean, like, Rania or Black Swan or whatever they're called now. I mean, <laughs> it's just like, I mean, Nine Muses, I mean, they made, I don't know, I don't know what, where their popularity stands in Korea, but I know internationally they were way popular. <laughs> and, you know, just like all those kind of things that happened to them. I mean, like Miss A, JYP like killed them for no reason. <laughs> I mean, they, they were like just Susie and the girls. Like, I think that's. I mean that that's a whole that's a whole to me that's a whole complex thing. I mean, I guess I'm saying that because I'm a fan of the group. So, and I guess. I don't know. I guess with some groups, like I guess since I like to me, like I know like the history of them, like it may not be so cut and dry, like why things were happening or why it appears that way. Yes, I know that it did seem like Susie and the girls, but JYP was mainly promoting her instead of the other girls, despite the other girls having opportunities, especially men, because like men was really the first Miss A member, and since she was the first like one of the first JYP idols to come over to America. She has like she debuted in America first and then that didn't kind of work out or JYP was like changed his mind last minute. (laughs) It was like and then it was like, okay, now I'm gonna be in a group and you know you know, and then thought like she was going to be like the leader and stuff like that. Cause she was like, I was here first. I trained the longest. And they were like, no, actually you're not, you're not getting it. <laughs> you know, like they gave some of her like positions to Susie. I mean, it was just like this whole bit thing. So, I mean, I really somewhat feel for her that she really got, oh, I almost said, I almost said a word Whoopi Goldberg got in trouble for. <laughs> and got myself. The men uh, was bamboozled you know out of a lot of things that maybe she wasn't promised but that was like okay this is where we're gonna go but yeah but anyways back to the whole hype thing i mean i wouldn't any group or label i wouldn't do business with them because it's just not nothing's gonna it's not gonna benefit them i mean 17 got lucky i will say but even like you know newest i would say was another group that you know, they were doing fine and they still got screwed over in the end. (laughs) They still got screwed over in the end. So sometimes it even doesn't matter if you're successful under high because, you know, it's like if you don't meet their expectations, then they'll just kill you off and stuff like that. But yeah, but anyways, enough about that. What's next? (laughs) Well, okay. You know, so Jay, you haven't been here, I think, since we've been doing the new segment. I mean, y'all, just just so y'all know, the listeners, how, how the, everything is going on. Jay is always here in our heart and in our group chat. But, you know, everybody's life is different. And so that's why every now and again, he pop up and we love it. Right. And um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> we wasn't here last time or the couple, last couple of times we had sort of a new format where we open up with our poll. So... Thank you for that very, very thorough <laughs> answer to our last poll. 
in which um, I think you're saying what you're saying is is that if this were a Civil War era, then Bang PD would be on the side of the Confederacy because he's very much against what's right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now, we have a new poll this week, a new poll topic, which, again, if you all want to respond to our poll topics, listeners, make sure to stay up to date. Keep it locked on our Twitter page. That's where we post the polls. And you can respond and interact and comment and vote and everything. But today's poll question or this week's this episode's poll question is which K-pop group? I guess it's not really, I can't, we can't really do a poll off of this. I can, we'll try. Yeah. Which K-pop group, how about this? We'll come up with the different K-pop groups and then of the ones we come up with, the four we come up with, we'll put those in a poll to have the listeners vote. Okay, which K-pop group do you think will be the subject of Swarm? Y'all have all seen Swarm, right? Or, I haven't seen heard of it. it. I have yeah. heard of it. I have heard of it, but I don't know exactly. Why don't we pick each each, like a group? So basically, it's about a girl who's obsessed with the singer, and like it shows like her mental. The singer's Beyonce. She's 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 basically Beyonce. (laughs) Yeah, she's like she's she's a beehive state member, and the premise is she kills anybody who says anything negative about. BTS, BTS fans. Let's be real. Should we take armies and XOLs off the list as like Blackpink Blackpink fans, Blackpink fans. We should do Blackpink, but we should instead of doing the group, we should do the members individually because Blackpink is just I am an AK fan. I love Jenny. I don't care about Lisa. I don't care about anybody else in that group. To be quite honest, but like we should do that like who 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 is like who would be the Beyonce I guess in this like and 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 have the swarm and you just list the four Blackpink members that is so funny (laughs) even though it's true even though it is true and you're not lying in any way that is so messy (laughs) I think we should do it don't let me stop Oh my goodness! Well, or, or we could each come up with a group and put it in the poll. But then I can't pick BTS. I can't pick EXO. No, <laughs> put BTS and EXO in there. I think honestly, it should just be the top four. So BTS, EXO, Twice, and Blackpink. Oh my gosh! I think that's what they're. We better not get doxxed. <laughs> When are we not getting doxxed? Like, let's be real. So- I mean, you got a point there. You got a point there. Yeah, I saw a tweet and it was like, has anybody like really been like doxxed or like, you know, just hated on for like a tweet on here? And I literally couldn't even put a, like a specific moment on there. I had to just put a laughing emoji because I can't think of like, there's so many things that come to mind about people getting pissed off i mean remember when king daniel fans are mad because i said that jiho was too good for him even though i love king daniel yes. like, <laughs> i love him so much they got mad about that remember when what was the group was it Cravity? no golden gold you know okay i want to speak to that for I, okay i'll speak to that first and i'll say my second thing i want to speak to that because last episode <laughs> We talked about groups that were like losing a member or disbanding or going to the military or something. And then I think Nat said Golden Child and Nat was like, 
you know, we should, you know, keep it cute or whatever. And I was like, for what? They harassed us. Like, like F them. Like, I don't care that their group is being disbanded. But then I watched Swarm. And I was yeah. like, well, you know, maybe, maybe Golden Child is talented after all. Like, like you know, I don't know. Like, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> but I do want to respond to your suggestions earlier. And I did like the idea of like pitting the members of Blackpink against each other. And, but I like better if we would all kind of vote on one of the four, whatever we chose, whatever the four things we chose, I guess it was the top four. If we could vote on one of the groups and then give our reasoning so that we can have a vote on the poll before the listeners. So because I haven't finished all of it really. So do you want to maybe do like a, a short little summary on like the idea of swarm and like the Beyonce in that? I mean, I would just, yeah. I mean, literally the whole plot is the literal entire plot mm-hmm. is this girl is obsessed with Beyonce. And, and when people on the internet say bad things about Beyonce, she doxes them, goes to their house and kills them. That's oh. the entire plot. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, as I said, I didn't finish it. So I thought there was more, but okay. <laughs> I mean, there, there's more, but like. Right. The, yeah. the the celebrity like like the the stand culture aspect of it that's the plot for the stand okay. aspect. Okay, so, so then we each have to pick a group. Yeah, a group who we think houses their very own. What's that girl's name? Dre. Her name is Dre. So yeah. a group, the group that houses their very own Dre in their fandom. I say I say a BTS because. They say BTS isn't K-pop anymore, and so like people won't, the K-pop channels won't talk about him. You know, they're not nominated for K-pop awards, and then the fans will turn around and say, "Why isn't BTS nominated? Why aren't you talking about him?" It's like, are they K-pop or not? You literally can't say anything about any of the members because they literally will come for you. Regardless of whether it's true or not, you can't say anything bad about their music because they're like, oh, you don't get it. You know, you listen to that little, you know, your little K-popper, you listen to your little kitty music. BTS makes art, it's way above your head, the set and the other. The mental gymnastics, I mean, all the bad things that the group members have done get swept under the rug. You bring it up and they're like, get so pissed off at you. I mean, have they not dogs like... You know, I mean, not dogs people already, regardless of what they say. I mean, you know, it's just like you know, honestly, right? you could you could have literally just said that they got into a fight with that Jewish Holocaust Center on Twitter. Oh my <laughs> and that would have been enough. To be honest, like you can literally pick key moments, like Jim Jones, like or when they lost the Grammy I mean, and decided that they were going to talk shit about Blue Ivy for some weird fucking reason. Like there are so many reasons, like so many things you could just point out <laughs> to be like why they would definitely be the number one answer for this. They they just. That's yeah. my my pig. <laughs> okay, Jimin or Ash? Ash, I want Ash to go. Okay. Well, this is the only other group I can think of that would be good for this. So, is Nat mentioned Blackpink because they have really fierce act gay fans of each girl, in addition to the Blackpink fans who are very also very ferocious about the group, but then they have fans of each girl. They're even more 
like devoted and get angry when one member gets a solo over the other and or like especially like Jenny who is like single-handedly the most beloved and most hated person <laughs> in that group by fans because they think she's very that, that she's favored has favoritism but at the same time they think that she's also like human Chanel and all this and that and then there's the whole thing with Chris crosses into armies with her dating V and yeah they're I mean them and armies are probably two of the most high profile I think k-pop fans on social media as far as like their activities and like them going after people who say things that they don't like so I would say I think that they have like the closest if not if they don't inch out bts in some manner they are the closest to their crown so that's why I would choose blackpink Should I go? Okay, so I was gonna pick XOLs, whatever, but you know what, Ashley? I'm gonna pick OT5 Big Bang fans because, Lord, you can't say a single thing about Sungri, which FYI would be because, you know, he's a jailbird and scumbag, but you can't say none of these things online without people literally coming up and being like, oh, but here are the facts, and I'm a lawyer in real life, and I know better, and this case was a farce, and Honestly, like these OT5 Big Bang fans are just so annoying on so many levels. And they're so disingenuous about like his crimes. And they're just like, you know, Sungri's everything. The boys miss him, even though Top literally could not stand that man like at all. And honestly, I think a lot, I think most of the members of the basically just laughed like at him behind his back for the most part because when you when you hear them tell stories about him like you could hear the laughter in their voices like this man is ridiculous right so i'm gonna say yeah ot5 big bang fans are definitely up there what about you jimin okay i've been doing a lot of thinking I've been trying to like triangulate who's the perfect idol to develop a baby serial killer. And I've come to a strange impasse because I think I want to say that it would be a solo artist and it, and I, and it would particularly be a solo artist with sort of a history of no misses, you know what I mean? Or like very few misses. And I think it would be somebody like Kai, like somebody who, even though like we on this podcast may have certain thoughts, like what I've been noticing on Twitter is a lot of these, st the standum that I'm starting to see these days, it's rejecting the BTS, like army type standum. And it's getting more into the, oh, my fave is so sophisticated and unproblematic. And, you know, he, he, look at how it's like the elitism that's very much undeserved com combined with this idea that as long as you are unproblematic, you're good. Despite the fact that Kai is pretty problematic like Kai has said some like <laughs> okay he said some things okay so that's what I think it might be it might be Kai or somebody in his same vein of like who has like a really good reputation that people can cling on to because if you watch Swarm one of the things she cling on to about Beyonce or Naja is that you know she's like 
empowering women and she's standing up for women's rights and all these things. And I think that people attach themselves to that. I I feel like y'all have reactions to that. You know what? If when you started talking about a soloist, you know who I was thinking of? I oh. you. Oh, interesting. I was thinking of Tay the Tayon. That's oh, who okay. I was. I could see that too. Um She's uh yeah. let me not get into that right now. I was thinking of IU, not because like IU is lovely. She's a lovely, lovely person. But a lot of like when you're that nice as a celebrity, a lot of people sort of cling on to you like really quickly and really easily, especially when you're very relatable. And so I could see somebody just being like, like a super IU fan and then being like, someone says something bad about them. Oh, I'm coming to your house, bitch. You know, like I could definitely see that. Not kind of it though. I really like IU. I wouldn't want her to have to live and deal with that. But yeah, that's what I was thinking of. You know, the non-K-pop person that came to mind was Taylor Swift. Oh, absolutely. Jay? Yeah. <laughs> Are you hitting something on the mic? Sorry. Because it sounds like something's like hitting no. on the mic. No? Okay. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah. Taylor Swift for Taylor sure. Swift for sure. I mean, she... Like, <laughs> before she finally came out and said, I like Black people, basically. Her fans were doing a lot. They were doing a lot to, like sort of hide the fact that she, you know, was very much kind of associated with like, not white supremacist, but her fan base seemed very white supremacist. You know what I mean? So anyway, so yes, we're going to put a poll up and it's going to be those four acts. So Blackpink, BTS, OT5 Big Bang fans, and Kai. Woo! Oh, I'm actually really excited to see. Um. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, we about to get swarmed. You know, I like, I kind of, I'm still interested in the like black pink one with the Ake members, to be honest, but you know, it's like. <laughs> We will get the highest. We will get the highest poll answers on all that, of Twitter. Is, so they'll help us. They'll help us break a record. Messy. So okay. Well, they probably. I mean, look at Jiso and her pre-orders. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, but she's kind of. She is the underdog out of everyone in the group. I mean, she, so that kind of. That kind of works in her favor. That works yeah. in her favor, though, because people like an underdog until, you know, they want to tear you down. But hopefully that never comes. Hopefully she doesn't get to that point. But... Yeah, I don't know. I feel yeah. like she... Didn't she do that article of Billboard and was basically like, I don't feel passion on the stage. I kind of don't know what I'm doing here. Like, wasn't that her vibe? Like, that's why her getting a solo was still so weird to me because I'm like... She's basically admitting that she doesn't even really have passion to be a singer. She just, you know, she's just pretty, basically, which is why she's in the group. Yeah, that's that's kind of wild to say because I feel like imagine being like so successful at something that you're not even like, like interested. In. Like I don't know, that's really interesting. But okay, yeah. I love our list. I am yeah. terrified of the results, and right. I guess we can move on. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. yeah, move to comebacks okay. and debuts. I th- I feel like should we really mention Set Me Free and Rover because like we actually reviewed those albums on the Patreon. Oh wait, they're not out yet. I don't know. No, they're but not. But we have I mean, Yeah, we don't have to talk that much about them. I mean it's not like a review, yeah. it's just like it came out. Did you listen to it? Did you like it? 
and that kind of well, thing. Inspired, yeah. Set Me Free and Rover came out. We did listen to it on the podcast, me and that. And you can find out if we liked it by subscribing to our Patreon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, in terms of these other ones, I am actually just shocked at the level of names that are on this list because you have like Onu, Jimin, who I'm assuming is... Well, I can't say Park Jimin because they're both Park Jimin, but yes. Yeah. Young Jay, Bobby, which girl, Bobby was trending all day, and Icon was trending as well. And Bam Bam. Yep. And then we just talked about Jisoo. But Icon, let's talk about Icon because Jay used to be an Icon stand. So what's up? <laughs> I don't, I mean, I saw about it but i didn't look into it i mean i don't know <laughs> things have changed since like Hamden got kicked out i mean i did see like i guess bobby's pre-release single and i was just like this is kind of what Hamden was doing <laughs> like with cosmo it sounded very much like that i really am not interested in bobby's solo because he already had one you know and i'm more interested in like the other members especially jin han because i feel like his is long overdue i mean he's like the best singer in the group and he doesn't have a solo but here we are on bobby's what like second one second solo and i guess it's like his third solo music release because he was in that group or that duo yeah. with minho yeah which was that didn't make any sense like that's a whole other conversation anyways <laughs> so i'm just i'm just not interested in it i mean i am interested to hear what their comeback's gonna be so i don't know i don't know i don't know how i feel about it because they're like music ever since hand and love hasn't been like the fun party party stuff you know it hasn't been that and i kind of don't know it just like the like things just change like the music direction because now Ham is doing all like that. Maybe he should have been on the poll. For reasons, listed. It's like that con- that kind of mindset and the way yeah. that he's talking about. That's very much how it is with him now. Like just from what I'm seeing, like it's always things like you know praise and things like that there's never anything negative about him so i mean maybe he could be on the poll too but yeah but it's like him and icon like there's no more like party music no more fun kind of music it's all this like ballet kind of sad stuff or like kind of more like rock leaning kind of music and i was like okay that's fine and dandy but you know where's the you know where's the fun you know but anyways yeah so I don't know. <laughs> as long as short, I really don't know what's going on with Icon. They've been company, so. One Four Three Entertainment. So this is going to be their debut with the new company. So maybe they will go back to their dance roots. Maybe I feel like YGE had a trend where everybody was doing this like deep, dark, sad man rap whatever music so i feel like maybe this will be a chance for them to do something better i did like drowning i did think it was a good song and i did like obviously that you know illa illa from hangman was like they're both about water and like comparing themselves to like moving water so i thought that was kind of cool i actually have listened to all of these only circle surprisingly good i mean i can see people being bored of it because it's like a ballady song but 
I thought it was good. Jim and Set Me Free Part 2 had too much, like, I don't know what they did with the production. It sounded pretty bad. But the music itself, like, the music video was pretty good, like, with the choreo and stuff like that. Pixie's Karma was good. Young Jay's Air Day was good. I'm excited for Bam album. I don't know what it's going to sound like, but, you know, it's coming. And Jisoo, I would... I feel like GC's song is going to be either really bad or really good. Like, I don't think there's any middle ground that's going to be found there. Because she's such a polarizing part of Blackpink. So I'm really excited to see. And I've noticed that she's done two teaser trailers and I don't know what the song sounds like yet. I haven't heard her voice yet. I like, you know, interesting to think about. Uh, but I'm actually more interested in like the comebacks that are coming afterwards. So like A-Pink's coming out next month. Ivy's coming out with their first studio album which i'm very excited about icon stray kids 17 in april and then lee cheon also in april and then lee seraphim and espa in may so we're gonna get like i feel like everybody has to drop an album around that time frame so they can drop the reissue like in near the end of the year so <laughs> that's in, i mean that's kind of interesting that you're yeah. like talking about this because i was i did watch a video about like how like K-pop in general isn't releasing albums anymore. It's either like singles or like minis. And they were saying like, so they like mentioned like new jeans and they're like, okay. And like, I've like, okay. Like, especially more so I, cause they're like, I've been around for a year now and they don't have a full album. And you know, new jeans just has six songs and they were talking about like album cuts. And I was just like, there's like no timeline for for an artist to put out an album. I mean, generally it's like expected like after they debut, like within a year they put out an album or two years max. But I was just like, that's kind of they're like thinking they're they're looking at it from like I assume from a Western perspective of like of like putting out an album and I was like in K-pop is different. Like they're more, they're more so about EPs and like, like the mini albums as opposed to like a full album because they can come back quicker or like if that concept or song doesn't do well, they can move on from it as opposed to like with the album, like, you know, like here in the West anyways, you know, you promote that album for at least a year or six months or something like that before you move on to the next project. Unless you're like Miley Cyrus. Um, <laughs> you, just, you just put out, you just put out whatever. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, it, does, yes, it works for her, no. but it's not going to work for everybody. And, you know, Miley Cyrus is a different, she's, she's, you know, on a different kind of drum, so to speak, you know, when it comes to like music and how she does it. And that works for her. That's not yeah. going to work for everybody. And I mean, so, I mean, it was an interesting video, but I guess I I don't know if they were like really critiquing or just like bringing awareness to something that they noticed. But I was just like, I mean, it's something that that's working for K-pop. And I mean, it's nothing that to me wasn't anything new. I mean, I would say in the past, like a group having a, a full album, like it was I guess in a way more special because, you know, they did have like all those EPs and things like that. And I don't think it takes away from anything. It's just they're just promoting music in a different way. Like in Japan, like they mainly focus on like singles. Like they have higher, they used to have higher single sales than actual albums. Cause you know, a group will put out 
like six, seven singles before they have a full album. And then all those singles will be on the album and then you have five new songs. And that's how they do it over there. It doesn't mean that it's bad or wrong. It's just how that music industry works and functions. And it doesn't have to... The West, how things are done in the West doesn't need to apply to everywhere in the world, I guess is what I'm just trying to say. So, yeah, it was just interesting to see. I mean, I am curious to know, like, how the album's going to be, you know, for and the Seraphim, you know, because it'll just be interesting to see what they come up with and what it'll sound like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think back in the day, albums were kind of like an SME thing, and JYP sometimes had them, but they did also have quite a bit of EPs. And like YGE literally just had like like, 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 like oh, right. you'd be lucky if you got more than that one song. <laughs> that was okay. Right, exactly. Look how long Twenty One was here, and they had like what two yeah. albums like that. Even like I Icon, really, yeah, they only had two albums because they had their debut and then like the new kids album but then they got like the new kids like deluxe or like next edition and i mean that was like a whole lot <laughs> that was a whole lot of stuff like that so i mean I, for yg I, I guess they were making the albums like more special in that way but those eps were keeping us fed because they were having them comebacks you know at least three a year we didn't know when it was gonna happen Right. So, so I mean, we got we got that like that. So, any other thoughts on the comebacks so far? Everything we want to the Oh, I know, I know somebody's comeback that I like. So, like the the leader of of newest. I mean, he's still a high Min Like his album, isn't he the yeah, his, Juan you, Min Young, right? Yeah, he was an alchemy of souls. I like him. Yeah, like his album was like. To me, it was like really? really good. I was okay. yes, because I heard because like his song, the hidden okay. side. Like I like that. I like that kind of sound. And I was like, okay, let me like check out the album. And I was pleasantly surprised by what I heard. I didn't know Nicole from Kira. She just oh, had yeah. a. I think it's cool, and I like that too. I mean, that's again kind of like a Minhyun sound or like that Charlie Puth like bass guitar kind of i like that sound and i mean for her it works because she's that 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 fits her that fits her style and stuff like that yeah but i'm interested i want the other members of kira to like do i want them to do another kira collection right they each have their solos and they promote i I want that i want that to come back that's one thing that needs to come back in k-pop because that was like a whole movement when that happened i mean cute i like mysterious better than ufo which was her song last year and then with huang minihang i thought it was i honestly didn't listen to it because i thought it was going to be not great i loved universe but then he dropped a song last year that i was thought was like the most boring song on the planet so i was kind of just like maybe i should just skip it <laughs> but if you're saying it's good i'm definitely gonna like songs before and like not just yeah i did yeah i, I didn't know that i mean but he's not it's not like a person or like i've never really checked out news so I, I didn't know i just thought yeah. yeah that's that's not, and i saw like another one-on-one member like apparently they're like super yeah. popular you know, like, someone, like, someone maybe? 
No, no, no. Park Park Ji Hoon, like he was in One One, and he's like super popular and stuff. And I mean, that just like blows my mind because I was like, I don't even remember. I'm sorry, I don't remember him in One One. But One One had like twelve people, and like they were only focused really on like two. And it was just Kang Daniel, Daniel was one of them. So I was just like, no, that, that honestly D, that something D, about D, something we about died. his name being oh that. Something about his name being Daniel is just like that's so attractive. Anyway, um, have you ever been in a situation where like somebody says something to you and you respond the one thing you know about it, and then they like kind of keep talking about it, like asking questions, and you're like, I only knew one thing about it, so like you just look stupid in the conversation. Okay. <laughs> no, I know you're talking because you're like ooh, i know something about what they're talking about and now this person will shut the fuck up about that thing and you're just like damn <laughs> you just said, Wait, no, you yes. about it. <laughs> that was all i knew stop asking me about taylor swift so yeah <laughs> i think yeah this is we're talking about some great things we're talking about all these comebacks and debuts and i am thinking it's high time we talk about what's going on in the world. Topics, topics, topics. Okay, let me start. Nine Music, Nine Music is coming back. Oh, you know, I don't have my Jamaican porn. Oh, yeah, that's another thing that we introduced, Jay, while you were gone. You know how some professional podcasts have, you know, like sound boards and stuff? Well, Nat has her microphone and YouTube. <laughs> So she she just puts the microphone up to her laptop and plays Jamaican air horns through YouTube. It's very fun. Anyway. So, okay, okay. So oh basically, Nine Muses, one of my favorite groups of, you know, not just in K-pop, just in general. I mean, Ticket, News, Hurt Locker. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm imagining the videos, but I can't think of the name. Dolls. Yes. Dolls. Like, there's so many good songs that they had, okay? And they were so underrated for, like, the majority of their career, unfortunately. But they are coming back. So it's they're set for a reunion as with a four-member subunit. Because, you know, they, and then they're going to come back with, like, the full group or the foolish group. Because, remember, they were, like, revolving door members. So I guess they're just seeing who, you know, has the time and probably don't have kids to raise to come back and they're gonna be back later on in the year i'm very very excited this is how excited i am oh my god i'm very excited and i hope they do perform remember because that's one of my favorite songs from them as well but anyways yes nine muses coming back all these second gen groups coming back very excited and next to TXT. TXT will be headlining Lollapalooza, which, you know, great. Congrats to them. I did see them when they were, I saw their performance at, I can't remember what festival it was last year. And they were pretty good. So, you know, great for them. No, no, they weren't at Coachella. Coachella? is going to be at Coachella. They're also headlining, I think, this year. But no, they were at some other, I, maybe, it wasn't Lollapalooza. They were, they Lollapalooza. The, no, they were at Lollapalooza oh, last was year. It? Was it them? Oh, mm-hmm. and which mm-hmm. one did J-Hope do? 
Lollapalooza. They were both there. Oh, okay. Headline though, they didn't headline last year. They just kind of, I think they opened. And because we watched this together, it was like live. We we watched this together. And uh, I remember you saying they did really good and they performed everything but what I wanted them to perform, which is what they always do. You know, can't, can't get to it. (laughs) But yeah, they, they will be headlining, which is kind of crazy because it's like, I guess I don't associate two by two being that popular like that famous because to me they will always be those same boys living in that decrepit broke down <laughs> dorm that has not been exterminated in years yes like and, and having to pay eight thousand won for their lunch eight thousand won by the way that they don't have because right. they don't make enough money to cover that i'm just letting y'all know right allegedly <laughs> I mean, we, we can't say that because we will get sued. But allegedly, they don't even make enough money to cover lunch. So I'm just telling you the truth, which is very, very unfortunate. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of shocked because I didn't know they were that popular. And this is a yeah. group that I really, really like. Oh, no, I mean, good for them. And New Jeans will also be there, not as headliners, but as performers. Of course they will. I'm honestly kind of tired of new jeans. (laughs) That sounds terrible to say. I'm curious to see how they will go over with the crowd. I was about Um, to say, like, I don't think I've ever seen their mic on. So I don't know if that's going to be. You know, you don't always have to tell the truth. (laughs) But not even just that. Like, their whole, like, vibe is just not very Lala. Like, I don't know. It just seems like a... I feel like they could have found a better fit of a venue for them, maybe than that. But I don't know. Maybe it'll maybe it'll work. I don't know. I think that you need some form of like performance skill, and the girls at New Jeans always come across as like, "I'm supposed to move my foot here, so I'm going to move my foot yeah, here." I feel like uh, robotic. Not even for me. It's not even that like how they come across or anything. Because except because I've only seen them perform. I think it was like at the end of the year show, right? Like yeah. they did shiny and I, I wasn't like super impressed to be honest, but I do recognize, you know, people like their music and things like that. I just, I, I just, I don't know. It's something else. it's like them and in hyphen. I can't, I can't now in hyphen. I won't even try. Don't trigger. Do you stand in hyphen? I didn't know. Oh, oh. no, no. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Wait, what? Wait, well, I want to hear what Jay, what caused this very visceral reaction. Like, did you hear how Jay came in on the mic? Like, yes. what, what did In Hyphen do? What haven't they done? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, first, like, my thing, first of all, yeah. is like with the Island Smash. show that they were on, that was to me like one of the most problematic survival shows. Just like how they had like the boys separated between like like this almost like godly group and then the trash. That's what it felt like to me. And like it was like super competitive, like over the top. Like, I mean, it was just too much. It was like really like a psychological that they were like putting, you know, stress that they were putting these boys under. And then even like the results, like, cause one of the boys, I think the one that they bully, like he quote unquote took 
the place of like somebody else that they wanted in the group. And so that's kind of like why they always like bully him and call him like fat and things like that. And I mean, they have success. I mean, kind of like, it kind of just doesn't help that, you know, that they're in hype. And so in a way they kind of have built in success because they're coming after BTS and it's like, they, I don't know. And just like how the members are, like they just come off as like, not all of them, but some of them come off as like, you know, I deserved and like, just because I'm here, I deserve to like be successful and to be known and to be famous and things like that. I mean, it's just like very come off, very elitist, very superior and things like that. I mean, like they switched up their whole concept from what it was which was very interesting. <laughs> I will say that's the thing that I did like was like their concept is what set them apart. And then as they have grown in popularity, they just like abandon it for what to be like every other boy group and like to be like indistinguishable from like their music and like their dancing and all that. I mean, I'm just like, I'm just not impressed <laughs> at all. I mean, I was like, that's one group besides new jeans that I feel like they should just disband. Not so much because of like, you know, having minors trying to pretend like they're grown <laughs> so much, but just because like the, to me, like their whole dynamic and like the environment of the group that I'm seeing is just not healthy at all. It's like super toxic. And I was like, I would just rather just like disband the whole group than like to continue this, you know? And like, I guess in a way too, like Nikki, he's like the youngest member. He's the most sexualized. This kid is like not even 16. They were or a 16 year old. I thought they were the, all like, no, he no, he was actually fourteen or something oh, like that. He's like, yes. yeah, he's like super what? young. Man. Like, yeah, yes, and he's and that that was a whole nother thing. I mean, it was almost like a repeat of Jungkook because Jungkook was like fourteen or fifteen when they debuted, and he was like the most sexualized member. Uh, him and Jimin, and it's just like, oh my god, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I this just, I mean, child. I was literally born in 2005. Like, he just turned 17. What the heck? Why yeah. is he in a group with... Isn't, like, the older member, yeah. oldest member of N-Hypen... Because, see, I always thought N-Hypen was, like, like, you know, early 20s, you know what I mean? Isn't the oldest yeah. member, like, 23 or 24 or something like that? Like, hold on, let me see. I don't want to be making stuff up. Mm-hmm. I need to see because this is crazy. Okay, okay, wait. No, okay, they have multiple members who are very young. They have a 2004 member. That's how P P One Harmony is. Like one of their members, like I, sixteen I just, or like, something like that. I just found out. <laughs> I just found out about that too. <laughs> I just can't. But yeah. But anyways, long story short, I mean, that's like why I'm just like no, I just I don't mind. So I mean, I'm not gonna that. say they don't have good songs, but it's just like I mean. But that's the thing that's been going on in K-pop for like years now. Is that you know? I mean, think back to Second Gen, like with Suzy and like half of Shiny. You know, they I mean, were literally I guess for kids, me, and you know, even I don't, so it's not that I view that differently, right? Because I don't, but I kind of do in the sense that, like, I guess for me, it's different because I am significantly younger than than like the members of Shiny, right? Like, I'm younger than than you know all of the second gen idols. So for me, the fact that they debuted at 14 is like, oh no, that's just how it was back in the day. Child labor, we loved it, right? But. Now we live in an era where we don't want, you know, 15 year olds sticking their hands into machines and getting their limbs cut off. You know, we don't we don't we're against that. Now, back in 2009, the rules were different. You know, there was no protection. So I guess for me, I look at it 
it, it almost feels worse <laughs> for these younger groups because they are younger than me now. Like there's like these freaking 17, 17 or whatever. But like uh-huh. for the older groups, I guess because they're older than me, I like in my brain, it's like if my brain rationalizes it, it's like, even though I know like it wasn't okay, right? Like I, I understand that it was the 1900s and it was a different time and it, it wasn't okay then. But like if, for me, the, if anybody's wondering why my reaction is so visceral, to like in hyping and new jeans, I guess because I am older than them, right? Like I, I look at them in like like little cousin energy, you know what I mean? Versus like the second gen idols that there were some that debuted, like Taemin. You're right, Taemin was like 14 when he debuted, or even third gen idols like Jungkook was like 15 when he debuted. Min and Jungkook are the same age, so like I don't, you know what I mean? Like I don't have that same kind of like I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a I don't want to listen. I don't, it's like, I don't want to consume the entertainment and I'm not going to either. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I get that. Not that I'm against it. Right. Like I'm not, a, I'm not saying you can't listen to things from kids, from people who are younger than you, but it's almost like the way they're being promoted. The fact that I thought that in hyping was much older should, I feel like tells me a lot about how they're being promoted. Yeah, no, I get that. I guess for me and probably like more Ash and Jay, like, we are probably older than most of the K-pop idols out there. Because, <laughs> like, uh, for me personally, like, I would be, like, tail end, like, I'd be a, a mathmate of a first-gen group, but probably, like, I don't know, yeah, you probably, you probably would be, okay. so, like, I... Most of the first-gen idols that are out there are older than me. Like, to be quite honest, all, all of them are older than me. I think, like, there are one or two that were young or like they were added to groups after the fact. So that's why I would say I'd be a mathnate. But then remember there was that gap where K-pop idol groups were not popular. So that's where people my age would have thrived. And then we got second gen where everybody's younger than me. Like there's still people born in the eighties, like uh, members of super. Like, Junior Junior and- born in the 80s. Sorry. Onu was born in 89. Onu was born, yeah, yeah. Onu was born in 89. Like four or five members of Girls' Generation were born in 89. You know, 21 has members born in 80s, in the 1980s. What's their group called? Brown Eyed Girls has members born in the ni- in the 80s. But like, I mean, definitely I would have been on the cusp, okay? So, I, so for me, I was always going to be older than a lot of these groups. And honestly, for me, the age of new jeans doesn't really, like, it's... It's weird because they are very, very young, but also like, I think it's more the controversy that has been a turnoff for me. So I was like, you know what? Let me like, if Oh My God comes on. You it's like, like for me, it's like, yeah. Right. It's just, no, I agree. Right. It's, it's the, I don't want to, I want to be very clear here because I feel like it, we could easily get into territory where we're like shaming people for being yeah. their age, which is stupid. Yeah, like totally. you're allowed to just be your age. That's not the problem. The problem is how you're going about being promoted. So mm-hmm. and it's not the girls that are the problem. It's mm-hmm. the adults in the situation that are promoting mm-hmm. cookie or something like that. Right. Or like, and, and it's crazy too because I, I know how to think about it. It's like how they're dancing. It's like how they're dancing. But it's crazy because I'm remembering when, like all I remember it's when I first got into K pop and I first started watching NCT's debut. And back when NCT debuted, Taeyong was no, like, Taeyong was like, what, 20? Like, 19? Like, he was not, or something like that. That was what, like, six years ago, seven years ago? Yeah, he would have yeah. been like, like 19 or 20 or something like that but he had songs that he had written like years before that 
that got made, you know, they got made. And these were like songs that we used to joke about me and like other people who are into NCT, like, Oh, those are, you know, I see you tail. But then like, at the same time, we're all the same age. So, you know, you're not thinking anything's wrong with this song, but then like you, you turn, you grow up and you you turn like, you know, in your twenties and then you look back and you're like, Oh, that was probably super problematic. Like, why did they allow this like child? Well, he wasn't a child when the song was released, but when the song was written, he was allegedly a child that was his scammer era the incidents are gonna hate us for bringing that up (laughs) but that was his during his scammer era that was when that i remember we were all talking about because he had there's several songs like whiplash and like a couple other songs that like i'm pretty sure taeyong would talk about how he wrote all of these songs and a lot of them had like some themes in there and we used to joke but like now that i'm like a little bit older and I'm thinking about what if in hyphen had these songs, I will be so grossed out. Like, I'll be like, what is going on? Like, how are they allowing this to be made? So again, I really think it's like, it's all relative and yeah. there's nothing wrong with these groups existing. No, I just feel like it would be better if they're not being exploited in like a negative way. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. I guess there's no way to positively too, exploit people. But. I think that like, children which is like new jeans and that sh- that group that came out of that reality show where like they had really young members and really old members i can't remember the name of it right now but like even in hyphen and even like tamen and stuff like that like back in the day in crystal i think like it really kind of comes down to like what kind of music you're making if you can even perform them because tamen prodigy tamen was 14 but he came to perform okay he outperforms almost every single like 14 year old that debuted like he, he's just i mean that's big facts so like that's and, and, and that's a, but that's also too actually it's funny yeah. as you say that because like i go back even further in like yeah. outside of k-pop and if you think about it, outside of k-pop it, it's actually not that weird for kids to debut right no. like for example look at destiny child or like yeah. look at i mean you know and obviously beyonce grew up to be who she is today Nigel. Yeah. and then like, <laughs> if you, if you know, and, and, justin bieber right like bieber. Or like uh, you go further back i mean i don't want to use britney as an example that's actually a terrible example because britney is the exact thing that we're criticizing but like i still love britney music yeah. But again, it's like hard. It, I, I divorced that so heavily because she is older than me. So yeah. it's like, but but if it was new jeans, I would like not. I, I, it's weird, right? Like it's so strange. I, I, I don't know. The, the thing that's like we're kind of saying but not saying is that when you get older, you have more experiences and that changes your like your thoughts evolve. Me at thirteen, you know, listening to I don't know. Britney Spears or whatever like it's very different for me going back to baby one more time you know what I mean like it's a very different kind of experience because now like when it came out when it came out she's older <laughs> she's cool her belly's showing she's dancing like it's a, amazing even like when she remember she did that cover I can't remember which cover but oh, Rolling Stone. Cover, cover you guys know what I mean right Rolling Stones. and I was like oh my god that's so cool and then like five years later 10 years later, you're like, oh, that was a bad idea. (laughs) I don't know. I don't, I mean, for me, I kind of don't know about that because even, because I mean, I am around Britney Spears and like Beyonce's age. And I mean, for me, it kind of was like, why like for like Beyonce and all them, I was like, why are they so grown when they're like, 
not that much older than me. Like, we're all kids. Yeah, like, it didn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying I'm, like, I'm, like, like Beyonce. No, but, yeah. like, Beyonce is a little bit older than me. Yeah. Britney Spears is a little bit older than me. So, I mean, for me, it kind of was, like, we're, like, like, I was, like, we're both kind of kids. So, like, why is it that, you know, how from looking at Destiny's Child, I was like, why are they trying to look so, yeah, like, well, adult and grown? That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. You know, we would all be in high school together. We would yeah. all, we would, we would all be in high school together, like, with Britney Spears, like, yeah. I, I see both sides of, like, the album or, like, that, that Rolling Stones cover, but I was just, like, still, I was like, she's not 18. She's not an adult. Why is she, yeah, like, really... you know, that's kind of, like, the, the, you know, the nasty, you know, that's kind of, like, those commercials that come out at 2 a.m. in the morning, you know, with that kind of, you know, da-na-na-na-na kind of music, and I was like, why is she doing that? She's not like those women on that TV that are, you know, she's, like, it just didn't, even back then, it didn't register, like, that this is okay like maybe i didn't have i didn't have the words for it something about it something about it just felt off to me because like i said before like you know i was like we i'm kind of around the same age as them and so i kind of look at it and that kind of wins that yes i thought it was cool that yeah they're around my age and they get to like you know perform on stage and you know that kind of famous and stuff like that but then it was like all like things like that that was like that doesn't feel quite right and i don't know why but it does and now that i'm older i have like more of like like you're saying like I mean, a, yeah like I a vocabulary that. that I've experienced like, I do think why it's, I don't I do think it's different when it's, it's people the, who are your age too I'm though like, I'm like I don't know how to explain it but like like I could definitely see I don't know who's my age actually there's like not a lot of artists weirdly enough that are like exactly my age but like some people who are a couple years oh there's some people who are a couple years older than me right like like um Nick the Stallion and Cardi B and all like to me I think they seem significantly older than me like I, I oh my god they, 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 that young yeah um, wow Wow, she's like mid forties. I thought she was at least in her forties. I'm not gonna lie. I did not. Me too. She was. I literally thought she was in her mid forties. And then I remember when, like, like even people like SZA and like SZA's not significantly older than me. Like she's older for sure, but like not so much older that it's like you know whatever but the point is is like i think of them because of how they present themselves they just seem so much older than me especially cardi though cardi i really thought i said (laughs) she's pushing (laughs) half a century honey like how is she still acting like this (laughs) but you know it makes more sense when you realize she's like 28 or some like 29 or something like that yeah okay Uh, which i guess she is quite a bit older but like the point is is like she she did not seem like she was in her 20s that whole time. She definitely seemed like she had a couple grandkids. So Cardi it's just kind of wild. But this is, know, this is really interesting. Crazy. Crazy. Sorry. Your baby sister? <laughs> my my youngest sister. She's the same age as Cardi B. I, wow. <laughs> I don't know anybody Cardi's. Yes, I do. Oh, my God. People who were born in, like, 91 are, like... Oh, okay. This hit me. Okay, I'm gonna say this and then we can move on. I'm sorry. This I had to say this. This hit me, right? So one of my 
like you know i've been into these like thai dramas or whatever and one of my favorite actors he's gonna be 32 this year oh wow. it hit me because he just got into like a twitter argument with somebody and i was like <laughs> During your big old age, right? I mean, I'm like, oh yeah, this is perfectly normal. Like, he, oh, he's he's 21. This is normal. I'm like, no, he's he's 31. But I guess it's, it is normal. It's the new normal, yeah. right? Like the yeah, the 90s, true. the 90s babies are. It's normal for them to get into Twitter arguments. Yeah, the same way it's normal for 80s babies to have bar fights. I'm I mean, assuming that's what 80s babies do. I don't know. I don't. I don't know any 80s babies. <laughs> that's what people, I mean, you're on the podcast three 80s babies. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I guess it. No, I, I guess well, if I'm like, like I, I, I don't know. Okay, I yeah. do want to say like in talk. Let's just like in response to what Jason said because I thought it was really interesting. Um, sure. About how everybody looks older because. He is right. Like when we were growing up, like I know. First of all, teenagers in the eighties look old as fuck. I'm already tell anybody tells me. Oh my god, like, they look old. Have you seen the famous video that that was going around about like a white high school in the eighties, and yes. everybody looked like they had smoked a thousand packs a day for a hundred years? time. Sorry, like, I know, but like I get that, right? So I was kind of just like thinking about like how growing up, like. If you, I was watching the MV for like Get on the Bus, that's Michelle's video, right? And Beyonce and them look real old. And Get on the Bus came out in like 97? Like, so they were like, what, 15, 16? Or something like that. Like, they were not like, young. they were still teenagers at that point. I have point, a right? theory. I have a theory that the reason why people from the past look old. This is not even a theory. This is some Vsauce made a video about this. But the reason why people from the past look old is because we associate the past with old stuff. Like, we associate what they're wearing and the makeup and the hairstyles. We associate that with, like, like old people. So then we, when we look from a past lens, we think they look old. Like, for example, I think that a 2009 hipster looks old because it's from 2009. But a 20, but a 2023 hipster doesn't look old it could be the same person actually you should watch there's a vsauce video on this you should look it up it's really interesting it's it's all about how like trends affect our perception of people's age okay that that would be really interesting to know i just like Like having a beard can make somebody look really a lot older like a man or a person look a lot older than what they are like to me drake look like somebody uncle you know, like when he has his beard, but when he doesn't have his beard, he looked like a, like a alien, like, <laughs> from, you know what I mean? He don't, yes. I don't know how it makes sense, but Michael's when somebody beard. has short hair, short, like, like white women with short hair look old, but yeah, with long does. hair, they look young, right? That's actually a trend too, in like Asia, like you'll notice that if, if the woman in the show is like over 30 or 35, she's short hair. Bob. <laughs> she's younger than that like especially high school students they all have long hair because that's like the thing but like i also mm-hmm. do think though like and if she's over 70 she has a perm sorry <laughs> but i do also think that like growing up the things that we watch like it even though there were like starting to have things where you know you had the raven simones amanda Bynes, you had people who you were your age and who looked your age a lot of the bigger stars of our era were they all looked old 
like they like they all look mature especially the black ones because you know like when you're a black pop star you have to sell you know sex a little bit more you have to sell maturity a little bit more so you you do tend to look older like monica was singing like a grown-ass woman at like 14 you know Um, yeah that's crazy and Aaliyah too, like, you know, she had a very mature style mm-hmm. look and Destiny's Child and things like that. I think Brandy was the only one who didn't. And then people reacted weird when she did grow up. So I but think Billy Eyelash, Billy yeah. Eyelash looks old too. Like uh-huh. and, 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 and she looks old, well, one, because he, she can't help her genetics. But but two, <laughs> she she looks old because she also took it upon herself to be like, I'm gonna dress like I'm from a different time. You know what right. I mean? Like right. she she didn't she did no favors to her ancestors so yeah. <laughs> but anyways to get back on yeah let's get back way on topic yeah, yeah. yeah. anyways <laughs> once again we are going to get into some serious hard hit yes. topics first one crisis Young has had some outfit issues recently on stage she wore a shirt with a QAnon logo like or symbol on it and she also wore a shirt with a nazi symbol on it and you know people had things to say about that as they should and she has put out an apology which was an ios press release as they tend to be (laughs) (laughs) and it was very you know straight to the point hi this is chaeyoung from flight i sincerely apologize regarding the instagram post i didn't correctly recognize the meaning of the tilted tilted uh, i never say this word right because i never actually say this word i'm sorry nazi symbol In the t-shirt I wore, I deeply apologize for not thoroughly reviewing it and causing concern. I will pay absolute attention in the future to prevent any situation somewhere from happening again. Sincerely apologize again. Like, as I said, very basic iOS press release. She didn't apologize for the QAnon shirt either. It was just that shirt that she had apologized for. And yeah, I mean, rinse... You know, recycle. I have so many. Can I make comments, please? Please, <laughs> sure. I'm begging. Yes, 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 so, so, the not apologizing for the QAnon shirt, but apologizing for the swastika. I'm gonna let y'all marinate on on that one. But also, I will say, even though I do have those feelings about this, I also am starting to believe that maybe. Maybe we overestimated the speed of South Korea's internet. Let me tell you why. Because we used to always say back in the day, well, you know, they got internet. They can, you know, do this, do that, whatever. However, it's, it seems like a very huge faux pas to, like, not catch the swastika. Like, to catch the q and not catch the q and thing, I could kind of sort of maybe kind of distantly get it though i don't because QAnon is like you know all over the world people know what that is because you know thanks to the internet and tiktok right but a swastika it's like so like ingrained like you know it's like so like such a historic thing that it is very weird to not like note it and so in my brain i'm like maybe they really Maybe we overestimated the stylists and the songwriters and everybody who be giving Kai braids and, you know, everybody who be like wearing their little do-rags and their, you know, Jesus pieces and dookie chains and all these things. Maybe we just like overestimated because this just seems like it's such a weird 
Like, how could you not see the problem? Or, like, how could you maybe see it, but, like, don't think anything is wrong with it? Like, am I the only person who thinks this all feels really weird? Like, it just feels like a, almost like maybe they actually don't know that these are bad things. No, so my opinion on it is basically that Korea doesn't care about atrocities that happen towards other people. They only Mm. care about atrocities that happen towards themselves. And so they just really don't give a fuck. Like, that's my honest opinion on it. I, it's not like I think they're stupid. I don't think they're even being ignorant. Because it's like, you guys know, you guys clearly know what Japan, Japan did to you during the World War II. And you know that Japan and, you know, Germany were allies. You know, you know, a decent, you know, Nazi fit from Hugo Boss when you see it, because you guys have put your idols in these things. You put anime and um, like manga characters and, you know, whatever, webtoons characters in these outfits. So you guys understand those things, but you, you, you don't see the symbol and think, hey, maybe that's not something I should wear. The QAnon thing, I can understand a little bit more. I, I have no, like, there's no excuse in my head for the nazi symbolism there's none at all i just as i said i think korea only cares about themselves and this is they want to be on the main stage but they absolutely refuse to learn or want to be better especially when they're not affecting white you know specific types of white people because this doesn't affect specific types of white people so they don't they don't care i mean that's just my opinion they don't care so what do you guys think (laughs) The only thing I is that I'm the only thing I might let Chaeyoung off the hook for, even though you could file this under just not caring, is the QAnon thing, just because a lot of what the whole cube thing is based in is is a lot of it is, is American ideology and bullcrap. And I'm thinking that it would be easy for someone maybe touring in the certain parts of the U.S., to see people wearing those shirts and think, oh, you know, that's something that's trending here. Let me wear it. But at the same time, like you guys said, that's also at the same time, just not caring to look further and just, you know, wearing anything without thinking like maybe I should investigate first. But then I was also thinking something that might, and this is not letting anybody off the hook, but this is just maybe adding maybe more context. I was reading some discussion about idols and about how, you know, how we were talking about how they're starting younger and younger. And a lot of them are, you know, plucked out of school and they spend most of their time training. And a lot of them don't attend, you know, barely attend high school, don't go to college. They're very in very insulated environments where everything's being done for them. They're being told everything to do. And because of that, a lot of them have somewhat stunted developments. Like I was reading something where they said one of the girls generation members had said that, you know, she literally was kind of, her development was kind of stopped at the age she started, started training because like that was, you know, her development was from that age was all encompassed in this like trainee mentality she never had like a normal growing up period so i can see if we look at a lot of these idols as not having you know going up in a, a normal environment where you would 
have the common sense to say, hey, maybe I should be, you know, more thinking more about like, what does a swastika actually mean? Or what, why am I wearing this shirt with Q on it? Some of these, not saying that, like I said, not saying this absolves anybody, but I'm just saying that maybe adding context, in addition to the fact that they're from a culture that may not care about these things, then you have also people that are just not, not, I don't know how to say this without sounding wrong, but maybe just, just not had the development to have the forethought to think about these situations. If that makes sense. I feel like this is a really interesting conversation because yeah, no, 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 no. Like these are, these are really interesting points. It, it, it reminds me too of something that I have been reading about how I have been reading something about how a lot of people who were in high school during the pandemic or really in school during the pandemic in general are developmentally delayed and like educationally stunted because they technically missed out on two years of like formal education and like being around their peers and things like that. And that, that, if you think about that, that's kind of what is happening to idols, like, except for, for extended periods, not just two years. It's like basically the rest of your school age years, you're no longer around, like, you know, you're no longer developing in a, in the ordinary way. Right. Which is not, I'm not saying it's a horrible thing, but there is a say that whole saying about how when you, for famous people, you stay the age that you were when you first got famous. Have you ever heard of that saying? It's like, that's not the exact quote, yeah. but have y'all ever yeah, heard of that? Yeah, I, I mean, it, yeah, um, I heard that more like James Charles. Because, I mean, when he like started, like when he really got famous, he was like 20. And so even though he's like older than that now, it still acts like a 20 year old and stuff like that. And even yeah. like one of his assistants, allegedly we're saying like he doesn't really do anything for himself you like you know like waking him up in the morning is like a struggle you know having him like take care of himself i mean and that's kind of on brand <laughs> like <laughs> you know a lot of guys like when i was in college and i was living in the dorms like just like the self-care that i was or lack of self-care that i was seeing from the guys like astonished me because i was just like what <laughs> like you know like you know mm-hmm. like bro what are you doing you, you gotta be better than what you're doing like in taking care of yourself so i i do see that and you know like what ash was saying like i guess for me i kind of block it out of like my awareness that a lot of these idols did drop out of school like some of them don't even finish a lot of them have like their geds and things like that i think in some ways that kind of pushes them when they go to like college, like how a lot of them try and get like a master's degree. But then again, Korea is kind of like, you know, they like shame you if you like don't go to college or have some type of degree. So, I mean, that's kind of a pressure on them too, regardless of them being idols or not. But like they're just the things that they're kind of missing out on by not going to school in order to be an idol is kind of just like common knowledge kind of things, you know, like a very like baseline, like these are just some things almost everybody knows, you know, 
when they graduate from high school. Um, so like when you're not in that environment and you're just like singing and dancing and rapping all day, you know, it's like, you're not going to be aware, I guess, of some things in the world, you know? And I think that's part, like with the idols, like, but sometimes they can't relate, I guess, to other people or like they have a hard time, like when the group disbands is because they kind of don't have that commonality of like the high school experience, I guess, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. so they're kind of like, they kind of, in a way are stuck working in entertainment because that's literally all they know. Like they haven't had, I guess, quote unquote, like, yeah, that's a they great haven't had point. like quote unquote normal experiences or things like that. And I mean, I'm not saying it's not anything. I don't know. I don't know. Cause some of them do get like, they get married and things like that. So I guess like from that point on, they kind of like reach some normalcy of like everyday people. But like before that, they spend most of their youth, like, giving it up and most of the time they like I think in some ways are traumatized by everything that they've been through <laughs> like that I mean it's like some people that are no longer like active as idols like you don't see or hear anything about them anymore you know like the crown pop members like they said like after everything that happened like they miss like the members and like performing in the fans and that's it like everything else they like hated <laughs> and I was like, can you blame them? <laughs> Everything that they went through. And so uh, they, so I, if I remember correctly, the one member that did say that was like, if I can just focus on those things, I would still be an idol, but that's not the case. So they were like, I'm done with, with that completely. But it is, it does, it is to me, it is concerning because even like Mark, he like dropped out like I think in middle school. So it's like, like what are you gonna do after this? Like, like right. what? You, like what can you do? Like if you don't get your GED and stuff like that. But I don't know. Maybe that's something too. Like they have to be self sufficient in that way because you know Hey Chan is like barely twenty, but he like got his GED and everything like that. Um, so I don't know. So I don't know. But it is like. Well, I remember. I, I I remember that. Well, the other day I was actually on Twitter and like there is this one like Thai actor who every he kind of was basically there was this article going around where he talked about how he, he had to like drop out of high school and get his GED. And people were like, oh, you did that just to like, you know, act in this, like making fun of him. And I'm like, I mean. That that's just like the industry that they work in, but also at least he's getting his GED. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like so many times that I, I've seen this over and over with these like younger and younger debuting idols and actors, and they're not getting an education outside of entertainment industry. And especially, and it's sad because like their entertainment industry is not based on talent. It's based on youth. It's quite literally based on youth. And when you're an idol, you're an idol partially because of, I mean, some small extent because of your talent. But it's mostly your looks and your youth which contribute to your looks. You know what I mean? I don't know. This is very interesting. Thank you for your 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 fine words, Jay. But I also think I cut you off. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, I'm glad that Ash brought that up because, I mean, that was like bringing yes. an awareness to something that I guess... Even if we are aware about, like, we really don't 
talk or take into consideration, I guess, like we kind of generalize in some ways, we generalizing our experiences and what we've been through to like these idols when that's not the case, because they had a very, right. you know, starting from their preteens into adulthood, they had a very different you know, lifestyle and the upbringing than we did experiences because, you know, we're not out here. Like we didn't spend our like preteen years, like singing and dancing and stuff like that in the hopes of debuting (laughs) or like being in a group. Like we didn't have that. We were like going to school and like doing chores and, you know, finding ourselves in a way. And like those idols really don't have that because they're like in such a controlled environment to an honestly something that maybe not even happened for them. I mean, the idols that we are seeing is just a small part of the general, I guess, population of the young kids that are training and trying to debut. Like, I'm not even sure I can say we've seen 1% of all the idols that are, the idols that we have now are like from like the trainings that all these companies have. We name the companies that we know about because, you know, groups come and go and they like debuting under like these random labels <laughs> and stuff like that. So they can, the idols can in a way, I guess, relate to each other because they're all going through something similar, like dropping out of school, or, like giving up something to debut as opposed to us, you know, like, I guess, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. I absolutely agree that like, when you are in the idol sphere, like, or you're a celebrity of any sort, like, there are things that you're going to miss, especially education-wise. I still don't believe that people in Korea don't know what a Nazi symbolism is. I just, I just refuse to believe that because that doesn't, like, unless you live somewhere where you've never gone to school and you worked from your, like, 11. And even that, like, it means you're old, one. So you probably lived through World War II or something like that. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that symbol is just so universally known. And Korea is definitely, like, I've been to Korea. And the internet is definitely working over there, okay? Like, school schools have to touch on World War II because of the Japanese occupation. If you talk about the Japanese occupation, you have to talk about like what happened in World War II, even at a very basic level. And Nazis being bad is a thing that everybody has learned. Like, I just, I just don't believe, I just don't believe that she wouldn't know. Like, I just don't, I I, like the QAnon thing. I totally understand because that is like, like, I don't understand. I don't know a lot of, you know, I know that they have like special sort of forums and they they you know, know it's stupid react. as fuck and that's all you yeah. need to know is that it's dumb yeah. but yeah. but yeah. i will say yeah. to the yeah. to the swastika thing like yeah. you said it is it, it's hard to believe she doesn't know i mean yes yeah and, i mean yeah i will say that like the q the yeah. q on thing i didn't know anything about that honestly i had no idea i was just seeing that what she was wearing was like not a good look and that's it. Because I guess I figured as time goes on, I'll find out why <laughs> and things like that. But I feel like some of that it is like a lack of due diligence on like the stylist. Because I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't know, or maybe I'm just making an assumption here, but isn't that part of their job? If they are going to like make or have the idol wear something that has like words on it or like any imagery is like you know just this check out you know i mean because i mean you don't i mean it's like 
you know, I'm just using this as an example of, you know, like somebody like Beyonce, like wearing something that could be like, I, I don't know, like just wearing something like so offensive to a whole group of people and then coming on saying like, I didn't know. And you're like, bruh, like with all the resources you have <laughs> and all the people you have helping you and like yeah, how, like, like how, like yeah, how, like that's, that tours internationally. Like, that is, I just don't understand. That, I just, that is, JYP himself is so big on being the Western guy. You know, like he knows all these people from the West. You know, he's he's so connected, and he tours there on his own. Girl, he gatekeeps for his own album. I just, I just don't, I just don't know. I, don't. I, I just, as I said, I don't believe it. He also didn't apologize for the QAnon thing, which is kind of weird. Also, I'm actually seeing, first of all, this this story hit TMZ. Second, I'm hearing people say that she was in a restaurant that was owned by Jewish people. So that was what? Oh, <laughs> Lord. How much worse can this story I mean, get? It's complete <laughs> lack of awareness and like not caring, not caring. Also, I'm kind of not shocked that it hit TMZ because Harvey's Jewish one. And two, they were also pretty harsh on like the QAnon February or January 6th stuff. I feel like the whole world knew about January 6th. I had yeah. regular everyday Koreans t- talking to me about January 6th. And yeah. we all know that was QAnon. And we yeah. also, or, or stem from QAnon, right? Yeah. Even if you don't know much about QAnon, I feel like with all the vaccine denial stuff that was going on around them and all of the whole you know like the they have all these conspiracy theories basically and i feel like if you know at least one popular conspiracy theory which everybody does thanks to Kyrie irving and Kanye west um, you probably have you know you probably could google and figure it out and my thing is is like i don't know about y'all but i'm not about to wear something with another language on there if i don't know what the thing exactly. is this in that language. You know, that's, that's dumb. I feel like, too, with, like, Koreans, I mean, how many times have we seen them wore stuff with, like, inappropriate shit on it? And it's like, who who gave the permission for right. that? It, it just seems like, again, with, like, Nat said, it's a lack of even caring, like, maybe on the, the courting units or whoever, like, it just seems like they just grab whatever. Well, a lot of, like, thrifting is really popular out there. So what people were saying is that they probably got it at a thrift shop, thought it was cool, and just put it on, and, like, didn't think to Who themselves... Who is in like, Korea wearing a cute anon I mean, where we go I'm, just, we go I mean, I'm not surprised. I would not be surprised at something. Surprised. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that they're not, but I'm saying it's funny. It's a funny yeah, thought. I just, yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, QAnon is all over the world right like yeah. we know yeah. that and we also know too as we'll talk about later that there's lots of culty behavior going on actually speaking speaking of cults the next story two stories are kind of oh connected god to here we go all right <laughs> y'all know I love <laughs> so there was a netflix docuseries documentary on the jms cults called in the name of god a holy betrayal and this is just covering one of the many because there are a lot of korean christian cults I mean, there are a lot of them. So this is covering the JMS cults in Korea, and it has tied records to it. And also a member of DKZ. Remember that we talked about last episode where we were like, where he announced he was leaving and we were like, is it because he didn't like the rest of the group or something like that? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think also, so. Do you remember? Oh, juicy. 
Yeah. So this documentary came out. I haven't watched it mostly because I don't, I, I, if it's depressing, I just don't want to read it. But okay, so Providence, officially Christian Gospel Mission, better known as JMS, so Jesus Morningstar, is a Christian new religious movement founded in 1980 by Jung Min Suk. And it's headquartered in Wolmyongdong, South Korea. So, and it has, Providence has been widely referred to by international media as a cult. And literally, there are like eight little citations about that where people are saying, yes, this is a cult. This, this, this is a cult. Don't worry, guys. This is a cult. So it's widely recognized as a cult. And I haven't watched the documentary, as I said, but it does have a lot of allegations of abuse towards women, children specifically. I was reading this article on Asian Junkie and somebody mentioned a very horrific story towards a seven-year-old. So I'm just like, it is really bad stuff here, guys. So this member of GKZ, his name is Kyung Yoon. And he and his whole family are basically in this church slash cult. And his aunt is actually like a pastor. And he said that that was their end to get into this church. And like how, you know, a lot of times when you're in a cult, you don't know you're in a cult. Like, let's, let's be real guys. Like, I know a lot of people are just like, oh, it couldn't be me. It couldn't be me. I think it could be a lot of people to be yeah. quite honest with you. I think a lot of people are not honest about how they could be in a cult. I, I mean, I don't know if I could be in a cult. I really don't like taking orders from people. So I just like, I don't know if that would work with me, but I think there's a lot of people who could be in cults and don't even know that they're in cults. So there's that. And basically, Sainara Records also has a connection to this cult. And like, obviously they're more known for like, being a huge chunk of the distribution of CDs and things like that in Korea. But obviously now in the digital era, they've had to sort of like switch to, and they're sort I think they're more known for their low prices, ease of organizing bulk buys and for meeting groups that they set up. And so these two entities are being viciously, <laughs> viciously targeted on in, online from the internet and from netizens. And like, they're talking about a Sainara like boycott. I think people are like a little bit more, I think they're being a little bit more fair, I guess, to Kyung Yun because he, I mean, I don't think he's that old. I mean, if he's an idol from a new group, he's probably quite young. His family was in this cult before he was born he said basically so it's not like yeah he's 23 years old i mean i i i don't think there's anything that can be done to like attack a 23 year old because his family's in a cult you know like i i just don't think that would be quite fair but he did do an interview with dispatch and he added that he did not have the rights to choose a religion was brainwashed and ignorant of the truth behind the cult and he confirmed that he left the organization with his family so he's still in dkz so he's going to continue on and I think they're going to put this behind them and hopefully find a proper church if that's what they want to do. So did you, anybody watch this documentary on the JMS cult? I did not watch the, the documentary, but what the, the crazy thing about the story, it makes me want, okay, I, uh, all right. I know that the story is very serious and it has other aspects of to it that are more interesting than what I'm about to say, but yeah. it makes me wonder if that's why old boy left. Oh, I mean, I was what thinking that I was thinking that he's still in the group. No, the no, one that left. There was an, that oh, was the other one. Because yeah. oh, it, it yeah. was just kind of out of nowhere, and they were like, "Well, we'll let him stay with the company and still make music." And I'm like, and like oh, the excuses yeah. just didn't add up. So mm. you're right. We did say that. We did. <laughs> yeah, we thought we just thought that people didn't like him, but you never know. Yeah. You never know. Jay, we know you always have the inside track. Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> no but the thing is that this 
because I, I said this to Ash before we were like getting ready is that like this DKZ was like a Nugu group for like three, four years. And then Jayton got into that drama and then they like exploded in popularity. And it seems like ever since that moment, like the group just like been going through it because like their leader left and there was this whole big controversy around that. And this is like right around like they changed their name. So, I mean, it is like a small kind of window of time between, you know, the name change was like about a month. So like within a month, their leader left. They added three new members. The member that just left was also on hiatus. And I mean, you know, DKZ went from just being, you know, this new guru to being Jaychan and the guys like that. And it was just like, it was all too much. And it was like, something's very fishy about this. I mean, the leader left because they were saying of health reasons and they were saying he had, he had like back issues. So they were saying that's why he left, but he was like the most fluent in English. So they said that was going to hurt them internationally. The other, there really wasn't much to say about the other members. I mean, my kind of issue with it was, was like the BL fans were, they are, they be in a different mindset. <laughs> maybe I'm going to put it, maybe I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it like that. They be in a different mindset. And so even though I was happy for the group that they got this success and, you know, new attention, I guess for me, I was like, I wish it would have been in a different way. Cause I do know that like, in general, if you are in a BL, you are somewhat set for life. And especially if you're in a very successful one, you really don't have much to worry about because the BL fans are going to support you like that. But they are very toxic and like territorial. And it's like such a weird dynamic. And, you know, this glorification of, you know, same sex relationship or attraction between men it's just like a very like performative and like exploitive of because I mean, my thing about it is, is like they would not really support, you know, non-heterosexual men like that, like how they're supporting these guys. Because I was like, when the reality of that kind of situation hits or is in front of them, they reveal their real homophobia and, you know, they're like really disgust just because a man is not showing any attraction to you or is not attracted to you. I mean, that's just like the disconnect that I don't get and I don't understand like that. I mean, vice versa, same thing like with, you know, a heterosexual man, like being all upset about, you know, a lesbian couple or like, you know, women who love other women and things like that. Like, it's just like this, like, I don't know. It's just like very exploitive and like they really don't care about, you know, LGBT you know, rights and things like that. If it's not for their entertainment, like that. I mean, I wish that Jason didn't even do the drama, honestly, like that. I just wish that. Oh, I really like the drama. I just, I just, even if like, I mean, I didn't see it, but you know, from what I've seen of it, I was like, yeah, that's kind of a nice story and things like that. But I would rather just not even have like those kind of stories being told because I mean, it seems like even more so now, it's like hyper focus on like let's get you in a BL so we can get you popular and then we'll go on from there. Well, because what happened was is Korean Korean like these like smaller idol companies they saw what it did for Jeton mm-hmm. and they were like, Lord, what you did for Jeton, do it for me as well. I mean, <laughs> so- it's just like it's just, it's just so exhausting to like 
to always see that like they really don't care like they're just using you know what's real for some people and just as entertainment and that's it and just like you know this fan support really isn't you know like from what we know that Jay Chan is not like he doesn't have any like real attraction to any guys or things like that and I mean even if he did his group would still be new group they'd probably be like really hating I guess like the just, it's just, it's just, it. I just I just don't it's just not Jay true. hasn't been here for a minute so I want to <laughs> say this no I want to say I want to say a response to this because I agree with everything you're saying it's just about like the the industry and things like that but I want to speak specifically to Jay Chan situation because I don't know like one thing that stood out to me as being different about the support Jechan was getting is it felt like the fans he got from the BL turned into like fans of DKZ like I don't know how to explain it but like I see a lot more posts about their music and like about their like the the interactions within the group like it's not like a typical like when a guy does a BL he gets fans where the fans seem like they're more so fans of like him and whoever he's paired with. This seems a lot like these people are actually fans of like him as like a musical artist, which I don't understand personally, because I will say that out of everybody in that group, I don't think it's not like Jetchan is the one that stands out as being the most musically gifted or something like that. But I'm just saying that I, 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 I get where you're coming from and I agree on the bigger issues but I am trying to like understand. I guess I just haven't personally seen a lot of his fans seeming like, like they may be ad gays, which I mean, sure. But also Blackpink has ad gays and none of them have done like a GL or whatever. But I, I think that like, it still feels like they're fans of him because of, him being an idol like you know like it, it it seems very divorced from in a way that i find very unique right like as somebody who like is really heavily into these fandom spaces and is like navigating them that's the one thing that i found very different i don't know i, I mean, don't, maybe I, don't know. I, I guess i don't know because like when i found out about them it was like before before this popularity you know i found out about them before uh, before their, their last comeback before the BL and things like that. It was, you know, it was crazy night. And, you know, I thought that song was, you know, it was cute. It was silly, you know, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, this is like typical, I guess like Nugu kind of thing like that. And then I went back into like their older music. I think Lupin is like their best song. <laughs> it's like, you know, a song of the year, you know, really, truly to me, just like everything. I mean, but it's like the style of the song and like the dance. It reminds me of another like new group and like what they were doing. So I guess, you know, it kind of spoke to me already. That was kind of like what I like to see sometimes in like the K-pop groups. So mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's part of it too is that, you know, like I guess I saw them way before all this popularity and so, you know, for me to see it now you feel like it's not genuine yeah and I mean I guess I didn't I never expected it to because I was like you know this group has been out you know going on like four years now and they've just been new group for so long and all of a sudden they blow up in popularity and then I'm just like oh my gosh here we are like strapping for the ride it's like very it very much reminds me of like crown pop because again crown pop was like right they were freaking they were so new to right. for so long and then they had that right. one song that blew them up and then i was like oh my gosh here we go 
how is this going to turn right. out? And I mean, I didn't, I was hoping and praying that things were going to, you know, end up on the brighter side for them. And some way it did, but then like watching the documentary and hearing them talk about the experience, like after the fact, it was still like, we were worked to the bone. We were, you know, and Layla and Nanya and I even talked about, I mean, that's just something that I guess because I have, I guess, somewhat more focus or like I pay a little bit more attention to like Nugu groups. It's just something that I just keep seeing. Like, you know, they get this newfound popularity and then that's when things start to fall apart for, you know, and it's almost like I would rather them just stay Nugu <laughs> in general and just save them all the trouble because, you know, more money, more problems like that. <laughs> with a lot of these groups it's just like a cycle that keeps on happening and i mean i will say like with donkeys it really kind of was a lot all at once like with the two new members on hiatus and then they added the three new ones and then change i just feel like that group was always a mess though like, because of all that stuff like i feel like them going through their their growing pains and all these changes i feel like that's a lot more I don't know. I mean, I guess too. I'm not like that. Like, I'm I'm one of those people. It's like I'm not that into every single. Like, I, I'm not trying to stand new goose. Right? Like, I'm not going out of my way to do it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can't speak to any of those things. That's why I'm like, you know, I I I'm, I can only just like accept, you know, the person who actually is in that space. And it would be very wild to me if this popularity for them did just stop all of a sudden and i mean um, i I just think i think it will happen because i mean it's just like a pattern because i mean i just think about all like some of like the non-big three groups that you know they blew up in popularity and then like within two or three years they're like struggling or they're going through all this kind of stuff and mm. like momo land i would say is like the poster child for that i mean i think really like crown pop you know is like a cautionary tale of like you know you may get the success that you want or that you know but it doesn't guarantee it doesn't guarantee you anything or like brave girls like you know it took like in the tail end of their career, like the last two years, they had way more promotions and success and things like that than the first eight, despite them, you know, going through all those member changes and, you know, talk about growing pains and things like that. It is just like, I would just rather them had just stay new goo or just disbanded after, I think they were supposed to disband after rolling. And cause one of the, one of the five girls from that, era like she laughed because she was like this is it for us <laughs> like leaving brave girls right before rolling big like group like just blew up and was right. everywhere right i kind of i, 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 I kind of like, thought about that but then again i thought about too it's like they just disbanded so maybe they're like i dodged a bullet yes i may have missed out on that last hurrah but look at what happened this group still disbanded it's still like it almost like it didn't matter that they were successful. I, I mean, but like I mean, I feel they went out on top. They went out on top. So I have a lot of respect for that. Like, knowing I... when to bow out when you need to. Like, Momoland for me personally was wait. Like, they just existed for too long. Like, I just I didn't think that the music supported their longevity mm-hmm. as it was, especially because the company wasn't consistent enough with comebacks and they had all those member changes and everything that was going on with them. Mm-hmm. I like it's the same thing with Sister. Sister bowed out when the time was right. They said, you know what? Like, everybody's getting younger. The only people left in the industry are creepy. 
aka super junior let us leave uh, like on the high note you know we have all these number ones we're still crazy popular we can still come back together when we, when we want to and like let's do it i actually like the idea of like idols just kind of especially the more nugu you are like taking that that high that you get from like a quote like maybe a one-hit wonder like or like you know what other type of fame that may come to you take that high and turn into something because obviously not everybody's gonna be a bts so take that and like make a niche out of it i i like the idea of doing that and i feel like it is possible for some of these groups to be able to do that not not at all of them obviously but like like k tiger zero they should have oh my uh, god one of them they should have Oh my gosh. <laughs> we were giving them their moment. We, we were giving them their moment we for years. Were. They need to go ahead and turn that into one of them, like, you know, Chinese, you know, hit, you know, fantasy, you know, the, what's it called? The, the Shansha, Shansha genre. Yeah, yeah they yeah. need to do that because they have the skills. They can do the cultivation and, you know, they, they have all the fighting so styles. Mad like, about they need to turn it into so that. They can be doing flips and twirls onto roofs and shit like i, yeah, I know <laughs> that's literally their one skill that they like are superior to every k-pop group no, i will say do that has not disbanded officially so there's no an active group right i mean we love that but i also yeah. feel like again take this yeah. popularity that you're getting and like keep keep it keep the momentum it's not going to be the same momentum but like transfer it in like like channel it into something mm-hmm. i think right now i think what bts possibly maybe bts's worst thing they've ever done this is a very dramatic overstatement but a terrible thing that that came out of the bts wave is like it made so many people have hope to where you just have so many people training because they think that being an idol is a viable career now and it's still not a viable career like it, no. like it wasn't before but it also isn't now <laughs> like right, you right. know it's just because of like their success that people are thinking like, oh, well, we can do that too. But BTS had certain factors in their favor that like kind of cleared the playing field for them. And I mean, there was a lot of groups that debuted around the same time BTS did. And it's not like we like like look at BTS and was like, this is a group that's going to like, you know, be like the biggest group in the world. Like nobody can ever no. say that. I mean, even if... Even if it, everything goes right in a group's favor, I mean, I will. I guess this is maybe a hot take. Like Stray Kids, like their success kind of baffles me because when they debuted and everything like that, it was just like, yeah, this group is gonna do all right. But to see like how successful they are and things like that now, it like blows my mind. Like. It baffles everybody. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> like, I'm just like, <laughs> well, because really? Like, really, I you just... know, you're looking at what what's happening too is like, you're hearing set me free and you're going, I mean, I can also be a singer. I too can You know what I mean? Like, you, you, it, it just, it, it makes sense as to why you would think that. But like you said, Jay, there's so many factors at play. I was just listening to music earlier and I was listening to SZA and then I started listening to like the recommendations and I'm like, if something it, it, the recommendations they sounded they tried their hardest to sound just like SZA and I'm like mm-hmm. it still just didn't work because they didn't have that that there was the thing that SZA had that made her get here plus all the industry backing you don't have either one of those things so yeah, yeah I get like I, I totally get what you're saying and it makes a lot of sense and it's sad 
because it's like a lot of these new goos are going to go through it. But at the same time, it's like, I, I do think that it's like one of those not, you know, most jobs have an expiration date. Unfortunately, being an idol is just a little bit, you know, shorter than every, every other job. That's definitely more like it's definitely like the one of the least secure positions like jobs you could possibly have like i know that people i mean athletes have an expiration date i mean i know lebron james and serena williams will have y'all believing differently even though they're neither one of them are old but i think they're considered like older for their sport absolutely right Lebron james people talk about him like he you know was born during you know the restorationist (laughs) period like and i'm like they, they be like yeah lebron was in the gold rush and you know he got he suffered dysentery on the oregon trail right. you know but, but it's like it has an expiration date you just gotta make the most of it while you have it right which again obviously music is a lot more iffy than sports like that's the one right. thing i can't say about sports that makes it better is that i do feel like there's more security in it especially like the type yeah. of contracts you assign as an athlete versus the type of contracts that you sign as a musician um, and then oh also <laughs> speaking on a lot like, right there he's speaking on a lot right there i mean right. I'll just, I'll but, just... but also think about the different type of like skill set involved when you're an athlete you have a skill that is directly measurable that is objectively like it's objectively determined so like if you're a basketball player it's about how well can you score points right right like it's objective now if you're a singer what there's no objective measure of like what it takes to be a good singer I mean, there should like, be in some cases, but yes, I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I don't really agree with that because I, don't I feel like there's a lot of people who like. I feel like people will be like, oh, that person can't sing, but I love their voice. You know what I mean? Right. No, I mean, I don't, mean, I, mean I don't mean it on that regard. I mean more like I don't like robotic. I think the problem with the K-pop machine is that it churns people out so fast and so young now that people are not ready to be on stage and people hype them mm. up because they're young and not because they're actually like they they got the experience and that's one of the things that like it, i mean okay obviously it matters to me probably doesn't matter to a lot of people but like that's why i like seeing people perform at like the the colleges and stuff like that in the summer because i like seeing people perform you know what i mean like even if they're not hitting the notes they're not hitting the moves i actually really like seeing people perform i'm not into robotic if i wanted robotic lifeless you know somebody who's just pretty for the sake of being pretty being on stage i would definitely make a trainer like a ai group you know what i mean like i would not like for me, I, I do think that there should be some some form of like objectivity or honesty. Maybe I'm just asking for people to be honest about their performers. Oh, and I think that's <laughs> too that I need. I feel like people need to rail in. I want to say on record, and you guys can quote me. I don't give a fuck. Listen, there's no way in hell that BTS can sing or perform sticker there's just no way it's happening guys like it's not i cannot believe our chat conversation has made it into the episode (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i just have to say this with my whole heart there's no way in hell that anybody in bts is going to sing those notes period so like, I mean, you're making you're stating facts right like i i get what you and what jay are saying like i i i understand you're right you're this is correct 
<laughs> we're, we're definitely like very off topic. Right. I, I, I want to, to bring it back to the talking yes. about the cults and yes. things like that. I mean, yes. if nobody has watched it yet, watch no. Save Me and Save Me Too, because I think that will explain a little bit about the cults in Korea and like how people get caught up in them. Oh, that's a key um, drama, right? Yeah, both of yeah. them. I mean, I. They should be. I mean, it, okay. they're both kind of connected. Wait, what? 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 K drama? It's save, save, save me. me and save me too. Oh, take you on and save me. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so I mean, it's, so <laughs> I think that they that they will like. I just think that they were interesting. I really liked it because it was just like revealed a whole lot and stuff like that. I mean, the first one. <laughs> first one was, it was a lie but that second one was too and things like that and just like how the cult can just like get a hold of a community or like a and right. like the fam a family in the first one and just like how it can just like warp your perception and things like that it was really interesting i mean i really do hope that they come out with the third season i don't know like what they will do like how it will all play out because in the second second season of it i was just like it was just so much i mean it was a lot <laughs> so like that. Yeah, and towards the yeah. towards the end like everything it was just like chaos i mean i think looking back on it now i kind of understand why like they just like People the ending into cults, yeah. Yeah, and like the yeah. ending of it, the sure. ending of, the ending of season two was just like so disorientating, like with everything that was going on at the end. And I thinking back on it, I think that kind of like for that season, that was kind of like the feeling of it. And it, oh. season two was more about like false false kind of gods and idols and prophets. And the first one was more about like the tactics that cults use to like recruit and how they keep people in them and just like the power that they can have over somebody's life and things like that and then like trying to get out of that is not easy that people think it is and stuff like that I mean it was just like I was just shook <laughs> I was just shook so like with the Dawn Kids member I mean I can't fault him for being born into that. I mean, it's not like, mm-hmm. it's like us, like, yeah, you know, no, like anybody that's not. like born into any religion, be it Christianity or like being Muslim or what have you. It's not like we had that choice. You know, we were just following what our parents yeah. believed in or, you know, what they wanted to follow. And I mean, even when like some people grow up and things like that, I mean, they still like might struggle if they want to practice a different religion or practice any religion at all. So it's just, you know, it's just a lot, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. And then do you think that some of the reasons why cults are such a big thing in Korea is because of like how their society is set up and like that hierarchical, hierarchical age system and things like that. And I mean, the cults kind of exploit that. They kind of exploit the, the kind of values that Korea has and like they hold. Um, yeah so <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I, I think like what I can take from this mostly is that I'm happy people are having grace for Kyung Yoon because once again he was born into this he didn't he he has only known it for all his life so it's not and like a lot 99.99999% of the time people in cults don't know they're in cults so yep. like it's it's 
I'm happy to see people are more understanding of the situation. Like even with the situation with Twice and Young, I'm like, there's definitely nuance. There's definitely layers. There's definitely context for a lot of these discussions, guys. Like we have said our piece, you know, and we are four people with our own brains and we have our own opinions. And you guys are also, you know, fully actualized people and you have your own opinions and things like that. So I, I just hope that people continue in, especially in his case, to have a little bit of grace and not like attack him for something that he really has no control of. Especially when you're talking about the age system in Korea, right? Like you literally cannot speak back to somebody who's older than you. So it's, 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 it's the perfect place, the perfect storm for this kind of organization. So like, I totally get it. Well, I mean, the last story is going to be just ending on the whole Hybe trying to take over Korea, the K-pop um, business industry they have basically stepped down i mean i'm pretty sure from what i read in bang pd's his 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 glorious speech he basically they were pretty much like oh well we never meant to do this anyway anyways like we never really meant to buy sme it's you know it wasn't really something that we wanted to do it just happened that way i guess and now we're moving on which is very strange basically everyone bullying does work So basically, they said they did not want to get into it as Cacao had indicated that they had money to burn. They were not stepping down. So so Hybees just said, you know what? It's fine. We are going to not attempt to take over the company, basically. So now Cacao is obligated to buy 35% of the shares through their tender offer. And as they already own around 4.9%, that's close to 40%. SME said in the statement, they'll remain independent and go ahead with their SM 3.0 plan. So Lee Suman's nephew, the other Mr. Lee, has won, I guess, this round. Even though Lee Suman definitely won, because he made like millions or you know, on his sale to Hybe, right? So, unless that doesn't go through now. And if not, then he, I mean, he's still rich. He's fine. Everybody, you know what? Honestly, everybody at the table of this whole situation is fine. They're all millionaires, close to billionaires. It's fine. They're all rich people. I'm just happy that now he can continue with the things that they need to do, which is manage their artists. I'm happy to report that Shiny has, it looked like it just was announced that they will be coming back with a full album in May, I think. So they're going to be back with their eighth full-length album. So that's crazy. are coming together at, at SME. ESPA has a comeback. Super Junior will probably have a comeback. EXO is going to have a comeback this year. So um, NCT is probably going to start getting ready for their enlistments. And, you know, we're... SME is just, you know, trucking along as they should. And Hybe's gonna keep buying companies as they want i guess and cacao now has a bigger place in the korean market so that's the end of this chapter i don't think lee suman is done because he don't seem like the type to be done like <laughs> he seems petty so i feel like we might see some more from lee suman this year but one thing we won't see is him being arrested by interpol because i don't think he's on that <laughs> but anyways <laughs> that's it for the topics they were fun we had some really dope conversations our last little segment is called featured and our featured group is called ten and it ten stands for two all nations ten is a seven member project group boy group signed under think entertainment that was formed through the nbc survival show 
extreme debut wild idol oh my god that's the show oh my god compete like in like they had to wrestle they had to like break dance competition it was a crazy show they're just doing a lot of things i just want to understand like how many different survival just have one just call it korean idol just have one two going on right now voice planet, oh, and voice planet. Another one. there's another one with that fine man from bap i can't remember jungkook from the Bap's point is, oh, yes, is no the, the other one oh no I, oh. I guess i guess i can talk about that later i'll talk about that later okay okay so the group so Chen, solo Chen. The group consists of Chang Sun, Joanne, jo- uh, Jae Jun, Sung Hyuk, Hyun Yeop, Taehoon, and Jae Sung. And the final lineup was announced on December 16, 2021, during the finale of Wild Idol. They debuted with their first mini album called One Tan on March 10, 2022. So we are going to take a look at their title tracks that have been released. And let's get into it i'm i think we i do know we have listened to i do 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 i believe when it now it doesn't sound very familiar so come maybe. through late 90s <laughs> all right well that's not really it's kind of given newest newest though i kind of like that oh i can see that yeah like this man looks like a grown adult so <laughs> they have an english yeah. version of this song that like it kind of kind of eats the Korean version. <laughs> oh really? We I will definitely look into that. that yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that they had one. So, oh, they got the NCT box. He got them Baekhyun ears, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like this. And me too. It's like if Monster X actually made good Korean music. You know what? That is actually perfect. Like the perfect description. This is like all yeah. about love, but in Korean. <laughs> yeah. You know, we gotta do some more album reviews on Monsex though. Cause I I do know they have some fire by B sides. Mm. It's just they, they drop some of these titles and you're just like, why? Well I'm not gonna be able to listen to it unless we do it on the show, so might as well. Let me see how old these members are because some of these these men be looking like men and not young people. Some of them are actually they they have a what's the word? But like no, I wasn't I wasn't gonna say I was gonna say opposite. I was gonna say some of them have a vibe that's really like like alluring. I guess is the word. The oldest members there are some members born in ninety six. Two members are born. Oh, okay. That's grown ass man. Yeah, one's born in ninety seven, ninety nine. Let's see, 2000, 2002. Well, none of them look really young to me, though. Like, I'm not, when I say really young, I mean, they look young. Yeah. I'm shocked there's a 2004, but I think the 2004 is big ears. What I was saying is, is they look young, but they don't look like kids. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. Yeah, I guess To that. me. The, yeah. the kid looks like a kid, but the rest of them look like adults to me. Okay, vocals? It was a very stable vocal. Right. He's yeah, okay. He's a seventeen-year-old, right? Like he's or like, whatever. They two thousand four eighteen. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not great at math. Mm. It's nineteen. If he's born two thousand and four, yeah. Oh, all right. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's eighteen right now, but he's gonna be nineteen this year in international age. Oh, that was. I like that. I like I the choreography was good. The song was good. They are, yeah. We don't we don't do like a thing after, but if we did, I would have a lot to say. Yeah, it was good. 
Okay, so next is hey, louder. Don't like voice that tape recorder. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Net, what is you? Net, what is you? Okay, you know what? Let me control it. <laughs> Net, you got a net and Jay playing around. Oh, I didn't even touch it. I just thought it was I didn't even. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that kind of explains it because it started in the middle, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was not expecting this song to be like this. But we're building to whatever the heck that was. <laughs> hey, y'all remember when um, SM Entertainment said that they wanted to get rid of climate change? Right. By planting trees, but not by planting trees. Bio, by, not, by not making biodegradable albums or photo books or anything like that. Just just by planting trees. Well, see, yeah. you got Tan out here. They in outer space cleaning up the space trash. That's what I'm talking I about. Mean, you know, this is really good social commentary on the environment. Like yeah, there's actually an episode of Futurama where they like, what we oh, they we lost me there. Yeah, this okay, is no, they, they got me again. They're trash out <laughs> to um into like into the universe, and it came yeah. back. So maybe that's what this is referencing. You remember that movie Wally? Yes, my favorite Pixar film of all time. Yeah. This has like a weird um NCT TXT vibe. Mm, I see the TXT the music. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. Jay's probably like Jimmy. Always gotta find a man in one of these groups. <laughs> <laughs> that's me watching most things actually as well i can admit it i'm watching naruto right now and i'm like you know maybe itachi had had some reasons for what he was doing because he's fine <laughs> <laughs> what um okay oh uh, yes come through 20 2016 blackpink <laughs> okay i mean this is blackpink debut era type music no war no too war? i mean they're fighting, they're oh, the fighting commentary pollution and, and littering and not fascism <laughs> she, she didn't know what a swastika was <laughs> even the noodles know what fascism is i mean 80s definitely does maybe find it every time oh yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> They literally fought in every war. <laughs> Why are they just dancing around? I'm just very confused about this international party. I know. Where did they find these, like, very ethnic-looking white people? Like, you ever see white people that look ethnic, but, like, ethnic, like ethnically white? You know what I mean? Yeah. European. It's like, oh, you're not, you're not from London. You're from, like, Norway or something. Like, that kind of <laughs> ethnic. Oh my god, I follow that girl on Instagram. The black girl. And her name is uh-huh. Ruby. Or something like that. She does commercials and stuff like that in, in um, Korea. Oh my god. Is that a Kamehameha? Is that what they call it? Kamehameha? Yeah. Okay. Everybody's shirt. Oh wait, no. One person's wearing a shirt. That was a choice. And now we got oh, the doctor who will. This okay. is time like. <laughs> what is even going on? I don't know. This music video wants to address every world problem that has ever occurred. Save yeah. the earth. Yeah. I, I'm very confused about what the, what, what's going on here. And I, I feel like it just didn't even match with the lyrics that I was seeing. Like, <laughs> there was not nary a lyric about pollution. I'm just saying. Okay, so next we have Walking on the Moon. That's what Espa's going to do. Aren't they going to sing about trees? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> What are they going to sing Wait, about trees? Starting at the end. Oh, watching it is so ghetto. Okay. How arrogant do you have to be to listen to your own music? I'm just kidding. <laughs> if I was an artist, I probably would listen to my own music. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, you know, never lets me down. Quiet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
mean, they're versatile. Well, well you are 26 years old. You better get out of that schoolboy uniform. Don't <laughs> put on a suit. I don't just want to say, oh, I think you're a little old to be in that school uniform. Go earn a salary. Especially <laughs> in a smooth R&B song. Like, I'm confused. <laughs> oh, wait, never mind. It went from smooth to something else. Girl, if this ain't a gossiper here, I don't know what is. <laughs> oh, my God. It, has, it actually has fly aesthetics. So, this is definitely during their flight era. This course is very confusing. Actually, I kind of like it. And I, I also am feeling, I'm really feeling. Uh-oh, BL. Is it BL storyline? Okay. I Wait, it is? I don't know. No, I want this to be me. You better. Oh, this man notices it too. Girl, I am coming through life. He just reminds me of like early like K-pop rappers. That was funny. They remind me of ATs a little bit. They're giving ATs. They're giving Got Seven. Like it's like they study. Like yeah, you know what I mean. Happens. But they're doing it really well. Like that's yeah. the snap part. Wait, is this an old song? Because I feel like I've seen this music video before. It shouldn't be. Like I, I posted them in order of like when they were released. Well, Jay would know. Jay, is this an old song? You, yeah, you like the new goose. Get these some like acting contracts because um this is like a year like a year old like a year or two yeah because walking on the moon came out in 2022 yeah i'm sorry y'all i like them a lot like i think i might have to like learn more about them okay well here's the thing they are a project group from this Oh, fuck. Okay. But also, like, their album sales are not that great. Oh, yeah, they're about to get dropped. I, let me not get attached. Why did we even do this? What was the point? <laughs> I, I honestly didn't know they were a project group. Oh, shit, one of the members was from Sea Clown. I haven't heard of Sea Clown in so long. I feel like this, these guys are popular. Like, I feel like they're really talented, though. I feel like they they're should extremely be really talented. They should be, yeah. a, like, a fixed group. They yeah. should be what one one was, you know? Right. But they have had fan meetings, meetings like, internationally, so hopefully that is going to kind of help with the numbers. It really, and it helps that, like, they, they have 26-year-olds in the group. Right, right. It's a second chance group. I love that. Okay. okay. All right, so cool. next we have beautiful, I mean, I guess... I'm trying to see if there's any. She's just, you know, drawing a picture of the moon again. Well, you know, the first one they wasted a perfectly, perfectly good tape recorder, so I, I don't want to see the end credit scenes. If they just <laughs> so this is beautiful lie. They are versatile, like you said. Hey, if Jay stop, I'm just playing. I'll be messing with Jay. <laughs> they could do a colorful. Like this is yeah, a yeah, ICT dream. Right. Yeah, what you even say is an ICT right. dream concert a concept anymore? Because Dream is way too old to be doing concert like this. Right. Mm-hmm. It's given just right. Yeah, well, I love just right, so you can't say that. Oh, I love no, I love just right too. But it's definitely bright like that. Tachoa. They haven't been so say recently though that they felt the members felt like they were too old to perform that song. They definitely were. It's also one of the greatest songs they've ever recorded. I feel like it's because of the fact that it is such a bright, young song that and kind of cheesy, I think that that works for them because they can have fun with it then, right? Yeah. Is that like the... 
the Paradise Diner sign kind of looks like the Paramount sign. I don't know if it's just me, but it's just you. I think yes, it's just you. They are really like, talented. Yeah. Oh, that's how I act too when I'm gonna eat food. The burgers look real good. I'm not gonna lie. Why do idols not know how to eat burgers? I've noticed that. <laughs> They, they, I feel like food in general. I don't eat like it, very strangely. Like they eat, they so stuff sad. all the food in their mouth, chew it for like three hours, and or sometimes they don't even chew it. They just swallow it whole. It's like very weird. I'm mad that they ate at that restaurant and didn't have enough money to pay their meal, so they had to clean up and do dishes. I'm. Why would you even go and sit down? Oh, 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 Matt, there goes your answer. You were wondering what's the link. It's all it's all about the moon and stuff. Okay. I feel like they could go heavier with the alien stuff. Yeah. Mark and Big Kim's love child. He's <laughs> He has their face structure for sure. Yeah. You know who should sign them? RBW. That that's where one S is. Or maybe I, not. And Golden Child. I feel like they would be a good hit there. I think they'd be a good JYP group or a hype group. They're not hard enough to be a Hybe group. They I think they're perfect for Hybe. Are you like, okay, are you talking big hit? Are you talking? No, like, I'm not talking big hit. I'm talking, well, I should, I should say Pledis. Oh, Pledis would be perfect for them. Because they have like New East kind of vibes too. So I think Pledis would be perfect for them. Yeah. But really, really, I think if I had to pick one of the bigger companies, it would it would probably be JYP. They have a JYP vibe more than anything, any other vibe. Yeah. Some people deserve to be seen performing, and I think this is a group of people that deserves to be seen performing. I agree. I absolutely agree. Okay, let me put my headphones in for the last song because the last song looks like it's in black and white, and I like that. It's called Fix You. Yes, Fix Me. Ooh, classy. This song better not be terrible because I had jokes up my sleeve. <laughs> Yes, fix me, husband. I was kind of interested that they're like the last MV. They had like all this glitter and stuff on their face, and this music video, they're like all black haired and just very simple. Yeah, in black and white suits. Okay, it's like not in the color grading is not as vibrant. It's very washed right. out. It's giving twenty fifteen Big Bang love song. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> This is the only one of okay. vibe right here. Only one of them yeah. can like this. Okay. I like it. I like it too. Oh, it's cold in that room. And then like, I'm not wearing a shirt into this. Cold. Okay. Boy in the white, man in the white shirt. He's really cute. I'm sorry. I've been staring at him since we started watching. <laughs> who is he? Now figure out who he is for me. Okay. Well, uh, this one right here in the white shirt, right? No. Okay. I'll show you who I'm talking about again. Him. Oh, okay. Um, let me look at his face shape. <laughs> I do wish they would sing in um a lower register. Mm. I do think all of their songs are very I think that's the Mac May actually. No, no, no. <laughs> I think that's him. I think you're wrong. I think we're talking about different people. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I'm very certain. Well, I'm going by their pictures on K-pop 
uh, profiles and like the angles are not all like favorable. It's hard to tell. Right. Yeah. It's either him or he's Juen who was born in 96. It's one of those. I'm two. pretty sure I'm yeah. talking about Ju. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm talking about Jejun actually, who was born in 97. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> but um, to be fair, I mean, the um, angle is terrible. Hard. Right, that's what I mean. It's like hard to tell. But anyway, so what did you guys think about Tan, our featured for this episode? Well, Muffne is the one that looks like RM. You tripping, tripping. You definitely. You know, I think you thought I was talking about him because you asked oh, me okay. if it was him, and I was like, no. <laughs> and then the the very next scene, the guy I was talking about. So yeah, oh. girl, you. <laughs> I should I should come over there. <laughs> don't, don't make me get a flight to our 51st state Canada I don't even need a passport anyway <laughs> Ash what did you think about Tan? I liked the last song they're a bit I mean they're a project group so I guess I understand they're a bit all over the place for me but like Jimin said they're obviously very talented like they don't like they come across as very seasoned dancers and singers. So it's kind of a shame that they probably won't get a chance to really reach their potential as a group. But I'm not going to be too disappointed if when they break up, just because other than that last song, nothing they did really stood out to me. So yeah, but I did like Fix You. So. If if they were to go forward, I would say stick with that look and sound because I think it looks the best for them. So, yeah. Okay, Jay? Jay? Amazing, talented, brilliant, show-stopping. Like, for them, I like that they have, like, a variety, you know, of, like, their songs and their look. I mean, again, like Ash was saying, I guess because they are a project group, they're trying to hit everything for everybody kind of referring back to their name but they have that overall theme of like space and like the moon i mean and i will say it's general enough you know i guess again to like it can relate to a lot of people so i would say that they are living up to their the group name you know which is interesting like i guess that's maybe part of their concept too especially with like the louder video I think that's kind of, to me, that's like Tan right there. Because it speaks to like their name. And, you know, they had diversity in their music video of everybody and things like that. When when are they disbanding? <laughs> When's our last date since they are a project group? I tried to look for it. I couldn't find it on their K profile or their Wikipedia page. I mean, I'll take another look. But I don't see like an end date. It could be that they're permanent until they're... They haven't reached their goals and then that's it, you know? Okay. I don't know. All right. Um, so, I mean, they... So, okay. So, they might have, like, maybe another two years. Because that's normally about when project groups last, like, two to three years. Or a year. One of the nine. Actually, one of the nine members is in this group. I don't know which one. But, yeah. But they're... One of them's in the group. Like that. But, anyways. Yeah. I like it. And, yeah. Can't wait to see what else they do and come up with. My only concern is that he's like five, like eight or something. And I know y'all are probably thinking, but Jim, wow. you're five, like two or something, two. But like, I don't know. 
Oh, I just realized that we were still talking about like reevaluating them. Great. I thought they were great. I like them a lot. I hope they stay together. I'm sad that my favorite member is like not tall, but he's talented and he's cute. And you know, he, that can make up for lack of height. <laughs> I liked it. I thought that the first song was like the most engaging for me, but none of the songs disappointed. And I thought that they bodied all the different sounds that they were going for. You know, they really are, you know, to all nations because they really are trying to like, you know, get a piece of every pie. And it's working. I mean, I I see that they already have two subunits sort of like announced as well. So and they're they're Band club name is so, called Soda, which stands for Special Oxygen Dynamic and Adorable. That is cute, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> Wait, it stands for what? It stands. Oh, I I kind of close it. It stands for Special Oxygen Dynamic and Adorable. You know, it's cra- it's interesting because it's just like I feel like I feel like you know f- when we don't like a group. We'd be like, oh, that's just trash and corny. But when we like it, we're like, wow, what amazing, like flowers, gifts, chocolates, claps. Also, my favorite member, he auditioned for Stanky YG for Mix Nine, and YG don't have words, you know, saying dumb stuff. So, you know, that's why he in jail. I mean, <laughs> I, he's not, he's not, unfortunately, I, the courts have been trying. Not hard enough. Not hard enough. Not hard enough. Okay, sure. uh, well, I mean, you know, Treasure is still a group that exists. You yeah. Surprisingly. And Mix 9 was not, even though they had a lot of really talented people on Mix 9. So it's just the way that that crumbled i guess but yeah we like 10 we hope you like 10 definitely check them out and definitely let us know where your favorite song from tian was we love so many things about them it's not so much their height i guess but other things have are going to keep us coming back to them you know minus ash but yes interesting okay so my favorite my favorite i just want to say this before we go actually yeah Yeah. since we're done you know thank you for listening you can find us all over the internet please subscribe to our patreon if you can there's a lot of things there it's not your average netizens you can find us on twitter not your average well no i think the twitter is netizens and then instagram is not your average netizens gmail not your average netizens at gmail.com you know we love to hear from y'all you've been giving us some relief nice fun feedback and we've also had fun interacting on the polls and the live streams you know we just can't wait well live (laughs) if you're a patron but we can't wait to interact more but also shout outs shout out to jay for being here we love to see it the most important shout out (laughs) is i want to give a shout out I want to give a shout out to my new husband, Jechun. I'm reading his little K profiles. I know that these little things. So I, there are some falsehoods in here in this K profiles. Just get, like, for example, it says his role model is Jay Park, you know, and when he's having a hard time, he listens to All In by Jay Park. You know, that's a mistake. Somebody just wrote that in there. But what's not a mistake is his favorite movie is Wolf of Wall Street, which is great because that means he has taste. But... I will say one thing that's really kind of strange is like it says that his charm is his dark skin. 
Like, who wrote that? Like, what does that even mean? And this is a nickname he wants his fans to call him is Hookdor, which is like, you know, hook, like hooking, like black person. And Thor, like idol. So dark skin idol. Or like, that's a hot yeah. take, but that's for another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just had to say, like, uh, I have to believe that this is a lie. That <laughs> somebody just wrote up care profiles. Because <laughs> if not, it's giving, it's giving Taeyong. I, I do want to hear Jay's hot take, but Jay's not going to say. Jay, say your hot take and your shout out. That's my shout outs. I'll save that. I'll save that hot take for another day because I just came back and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get doxxed by you know my first day back. I, I mean, you gonna get doxxed by t- a tanny, a soda. I mean, I got a song called Soda. Shout well, out anyways, you. anyways, anyways. <laughs> shout out to us. Uh, I'm here. Yay! A special shout out to King Daniel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's for my out. other husband that I married. Illegally, Kim, you didn't go to his concert. I did. Okay. Anyways, shout out to the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all of us. You know, shout out to Tan too for you know trying to solve pollution and global warming and save the moon and space and all that stuff. You know, environmental kings. I love it. Okay. Ash. Uh, shouts to Nat Jimin. Girl, you Jay. cannot shout us out. Shout something else out. We already shouted us out. I know. Well, I'm going to shout you out again. And then I have a different shout out. Okay. Shout out to the great city of New York. I had a wonderful week there. Shout out to the MTA who put out that fire on that subway that I was on Tuesday what? night. Thanks a lot. That was much appreciated. And shout out to Koreatown. You have very good chicken. Wow. I, I feel like whenever someone goes to New York, they have, either have a story about something crazy that happens on the subway or rats. Like, those are the two stories that they usually tell. So, Ash, I'm happy that you were not harmed by this fire. And... Yeah, thanks to the firefighters. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout outs to us because we're here and we're still into this. We're still in this game, this K-pop game. We're still here, yo. And, you know, there are other things that we could be doing, but we're, we'd rather be here with each other and with you guys. So thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for listening to us. For any feedback that you guys can provide, you know, we're really big on that. As long as you're not being shady, because we'll be shady right back. But if you're giving What's not feedback if, if it's being shady, it's just you being an asshole. Some people some people think, you know, being feedback can be all sorts of things. They they don't understand constructive criticism, you know what I mean? But anyways, so once again, if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, you know where to find us, how to reach us, do our poll when we put it up. <laughs> It's going to be messy, but you know, that's our brand. And shout outs, shout outs to Kakashi, shout outs to Itachi, shout outs to Shikamaru. I don't know, like, I've been watching Naruto for the first time, and I've realized I like everybody but Sasuke and Sakura. So I'm really enjoying this this Sasuke rescue arc because he's barely in it. And Sakura is just doing, I don't know, whatever she's, she's, she's doing, being embarrassing probably. But, you know, shout out to Choji, shout out to Neji, shout out to Kiba and Akimari. Like, shout out to Naruto. Girl, we don't watch Naruto. We don't watch shonens over here, so. Attack on Titan is a shonen. Attack on Titan is a seinen. You try it. Is it? Is it? 
yes yes i guess for the horror aspect maybe but i mean maybe maybe so okay it's fine um, <laughs> right fun stuff <laughs> right right shout out to tackle titan yes anyways don't spoil yeah. anything I, I didn't i said not a word anyways okay. thank you once again and we hope that you guys enjoy your life enjoy your time bye bye bye, bye.